0: Listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Mm. Right.
2: Oh. Oh. Right. One two one two. Hey. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Well. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the jungle, welcome to the jungle, Wow. Well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I asked the way she wanna be when she's 25. Five. She turned around and looked at me and she said a lie. Welcome to the jungle, welcome to the jungle, Wow. Well. Uh, oh. Black ass who rolls, move halves and right. rows, come down in the jungle. Sax for whole, move blocks and squares, move apples and oh. pears, work pots and pans, just to copy some airs. My own uncle died, my daddy did too. Paralyzed by the pain, I could barely move. My nephew gone, my heart is torn. Sometimes I look to the sky, ask why I was born. My faith in God, every day is hard, every night is worse, so I pray so hard. Why I pray so hard? This is crazy, God. Just when I thought I had everything, I lost it all. So case survive ride, get a the case to ride, let it take. The pain for it yeah. goes too far. My dreams is big Reality setting, let off a clip from my automatic weapon. Two shots in the dark. It died in Vegas. Though it fought so hard, I knew it wouldn't make it. i am a tortured torture soul. I live in disguise. Rest in peace to the leader of the Jackson 5. I died in my sleep, I'm still big pimping. I ball at the mall. Beginning of the end. Where the fuck is the sun? It's been a while. Mama, look at your son. What happened to my smile? My tears is tatted. My rag in my pocket. I'm just looking for love. I know somebody got it. Champagne for the pain, we for the law, god damn I'm so high, where the fuck did I go, I'm losing myself, I'm stuck in the moment, I look in the mirror, my only opponent, where the fuck is the press, where the fuck is the press, either they know or don't care, I'm fucking depressed, no crying in public, just lying to judges, risking my life, I'm already dying so fuck it, well, welcome to the
2: jungle, welcome to the jungle, well, 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 well,
0: well. god damn it,
1: She don't believe in shooting stars, but she believe in shoes and cars, wood floors in the new apartment, co-tour from the stores department. You more like love to star shit. I'm more the chips Florida. Hey! Welcome to the Black Outers Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we are back in the house for uh I guess our first episode in a week. Yep, yep. Which means tonight. The sale in the store ends, Karen. Yes, it does. I hope people got in there and got their shit I while hope, they could. I hope they did too. Because they going back up, black people. And <laughs> yep. I know y'all like a sale. Yes, sir. I've heard. But, uh, yep. how? Was- this is the wrong time to go by that CP time. Mm hmm. How was your week off, Karen? It was nice. Did you enjoy it?
3: I did. I napped and slept. I had a good time.
1: Mm, Yes, it was cool. Yes, it was. And it was our anniversary. Yes, it was. So it's been nine years. You uh, still want to do this another year? Yes, sir. All right. I will sign you up on a free (laughs) agency agreement.
3: package. (laughs) We have to look at some numbers. You don't have to speak to my agent about that. I don't negotiate without him.
1: Okay, well we have to do some numbers We have to look into that Maybe I'll franchise tag you for this year
3: ah, 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 See ah. see if
1: you really earn that contract I know see. I think I outperformed it But I mean, since I know I gotta play hardball and all that Yeah, well, you know, I looked at some numbers I think our numbers might be kinda far apart right now But, uh, hopefully we can work that out I hope we can Um, so of course If you listen to this You listen to the Black Guy Tips It's a podcast that my wife and I do Three times a week. Yep, yep. Unless we take time off. Yes. Which never happens nope. except for last week.
3: Yep, our first time off in about what almost two years?
1: Yeah, so uh we do it three times a week. It's a comedy podcast. And uh, you know, when we have one motto and it's nothing's wrong if it's funny. Yes sir. Um, we try to keep it entertaining, keep it light, but sometimes we have to talk serious shit. We do. Um of course you can find us all kinds of ways. You can go to our website, TheBlackGuyWhotips.com, and there, what will you find, Karen?
3: On TheBlackGuyWhotips.com, you will find all episodes, all the way to number one, if you feel like going that far. You will find all the, um, you will be able to chat. No, 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 no. For, you, ha- you can create, no, you can't create forms.
1: No, we have a Yes, c- we have you a You can join well, our forms. I keep
3: saying create forms, yes, you can join our forms. You can also interact with other fans there.
1: Can you vote in the polls?
3: Yes, you can vote in every poll. Each episode has a a poll with it, and you can post comments on the polls. Yeah, you
1: seem kind of rusty, man. You can uh,
3: you can <laughs> donate sorry, to the baby. show
1: You can donate to the show
3: Yes you can and we uh, also have recurring donations
1: Yeah you can do that uh, We appreciate the people that donate to the show We shout them out every Saturday morning When we do our live feedback episodes uh, Where people can actually call in And talk to us live And we yes. read their emails yes. Their comments from the polls uh, Other things you can do while you're at the site You can go to our store You can buy shit if you would like to be swagged out of some blackout Tips gear or have a Black Isle Tips drinking glass. And yes, and send us pictures, guys. Yeah, once you receive it, take a picture and we will post that. And uh, people can see it on the Facebook page and see what it looks like when we help get you drunk or wear your paraphernalia or whatever.
3: Yes, and also um, on our our webpage you can also see uh, people's pictures of food they cook because we
1: cook medium. Yeah, we also have the food blog going right now. I need to make a new post of that hopefully tonight or tomorrow. Um, And of course, you can go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we will read it live on the air on Saturday mornings. Yes, we Regardless of content. Regardless. As long as it's five stars, you can say whatever the hell you want to say about the show. Yes, sir. And you know, I, since we took a break, I think we're stuck on the same number of reviews. I don't think anybody love a five star uh-huh. review. Uh-huh. There's a like, you no new
3: shit, no thank you. And I'm
1: like, fuck y'all. Um of course also you can email the show the tips at gmail dot com. And when you call the show live on Saturday at seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six if we're not live, you can always leave us a voicemail and we play those on the show too. Um, don't forget also, look for us on Stitcher Radio.
3: Yes, sir. You
1: can put us in your pocket on your cell phone and mobile device and listen yes. to us stream straight downloaded into your phone.
3: Yes. Stitcher Radio is cool for those out there who have phones that might not uh, use iTunes or don't have iTunes or you don't want to block uh, or tie your phone's memory up. Stitcher Radio is a cool app. And we are on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Pond. i am say that again. That as in D-A-T. You can also find us on Potomatic, guys.
1: Yeah. Um, so, alright. Enough of that shit. We don't, have a spon- <laughs> we don't have a sponsor today, so I don't have to read any copy. So, uh, I'll just say sponsored by the Blackout Tips store. Yes. Go to our store and buy shit. We <laughs> how- sponsor
3: us today. <laughs> yes,
1: or donate. That is how we will get money. Sponsored by the fans. <laughs> um, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. Alright, so we can get right into random thoughts and shit since we don't have any guests. And Will and Justin are here. No, To waste our time.
3: <laughs> to waste our time. Nah,
1: they'll be back next week, actually. Yes, they will. Both of them should be in the house, and I miss those guys, so we get I to have do them too. On. Um, all. Um, alright, so I was thinking, uh, I saw this uh, ad today when I got home from work, and it was for Gerber, like... Baby life
3: insurance. insurance.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And, and the commercial had, like, two sets of parents. Yes. You know, like, uh, this black couple and this white couple, and their babies are playing together. Yes. And, like, all people with babies, they were talking about the babies, because that's what people with babies do. Yes. That's why I don't have too many friends with babies. Nope. because You motherfuckers. I know y'all
3: love y'all kids, but damn it, I don't want to hear about them all the time and with pictures in my face. Seriously.
1: They, they obsessed over those babies, but... So um, they're talking about the babies and the black couple is saying, you know, because it's 2011 and now only... White people can only learn from black people in commercials now.
3: Apparently so. That's that
1: affirmative action, dog. You yeah. didn't know. <laughs> like, white people are always being taught some shit in commercials these days. Like, there's never... Like, when you watch commercials, it's always the white dude is a dumbass. And then some brother or something walks up and goes, No. If you would have done it with this much APR, then your credit would have been good. Like, and you know, what? I, that never happens in real life. And
3: I think now people are so uh, racial... Trying to be so racial sensitive till they don't want to do quote unquote stereotypes because even that uh, what is the ADT commercial it's always some white goofy dude breaking in the house and skinny and they kick him out and I was like uh huh you're not a criminal
1: it's like a burglar from an a, a Acme cartoon or Yes, it's, it's like, sir, you're, you're not a real criminal. Yeah, I've, I've checked. The real burglars don't look like the Hamburglar from McDonald's <laughs> No, they
3: don't. He do be dressed up in the, in the worst outfit.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even cross the street if the Hamburglar was walking down the street. These are...
3: <laughs> I've
1: seen the people that do the robbing. They look scary. They don't look like the people in these commercials. No, they don't. Um, and they cover their face up, sir. So the black couple is, of course, teaching the white people how to act. And um they were telling them like, oh, we, we got her enrolled in the Gerby Gerber Baby Life Protection Plus Plan or some mm-hmm. shit. And they would start asking them questions, they're like, yes, you it's a new, you can put the money in, and if if they you don't need to use it, it'll go towards their uh college fund. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's guaranteed to grow, the money will continue to grow, and also it's life insurance. And then the people were like, Life insurance, you don't say and they sounded real interested, like we better get this plan. And I was like, doesn't that sound creepy? Taking out life insurance on your fucking baby and you weren't sold on the plan <laughs> <laughs> until <laughs> until some life insurance came up. Well, honey, if something happens, I guess we gotta pay out the pocket. Yeah, it's like how much life insurance? And it was it yeah, like they didn't even ask how much, they was just like, we could get something out of this this hole of money that we keep throwing money into because
3: it's a huge ripoff for those of you that don't know how this works what it is they charge you like a minimal fee per month and you constantly pay it over however many years and the thing is that over time you've paid for whatever how you know let's say you do five thousand or five hundred thousand whatever is your policy is right You've paid that several times by the time your child gets to that age. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I so said, you're constantly putting in and things like that. And I, I guarantee you, it has to be some type of stipulations and some type of fees. I'm pretty sure if you cash it out, you don't get all your money that you invested in there. I feel like
1: they're basically banking on the fact that your kid will live past, you know, whatever the minimum age is. Yes. Where they're no longer a toddler. That's right. But... They're also banking on the fact your kid will not go to college, so they'll never have to give you that money back.
3: That's right. <laughs> At least not in full. If your kid go to college, you probably get a new food. If they don't, I bet you get a percentage of that money.
1: I just thought the parents looked extra creepy sounding real interested in that plan. Ah. It's like, so it covers the life insurance of the baby, so what about shaking baby syndrome? Does it cover yeah, that? Does it cover that? Broken ribs. Yeah. What if he uh, just happens to be left in a hot car of his own volition? Like, i leave the door unlocked, but he oh, won't get what out. What
3: happens if I leave him in the store or
1: something? Right. If he gets kidnapped, uh, uh-huh. do you cover that? This shit sounded a little too suspicious. Yeah. And they, yeah. their ears perked up. I was like, they need to rewrite this commercial. Yes. Like I don't know how you can rewrite the commercial. Like <laughs> maybe you have a a car almost run over your baby, and then you go, "Oh my God, we were almost out five thousand dollars for a
3: funeral." <laughs> and then then the daddy be like, "You're going cool to your college? Oh yes, she is." Yeah. Talking in that baby voice.
1: He was saying that too. Yes, it, he yeah. did. Um. All right. So another thing I see around Twitter and on the on podcasts and stuff all the time. Um. I always see guys. Not always. Sometimes I see guys complaining. Because the dating world is hard and cold, Karen.
3: Yes, it is. It ain't nothing to play with.
1: Women ain't the same no more since they got equal rights. <laughs> you let them vote, now they think they can run the damn place. Am I right, fellas? What? You take your bra off and wave it, now all of a sudden we're equal? Right. Now we're supposed to be equal because you can make as much money as me. Yes, sir. You know, that's why dudes love mad men because they can keep living in that same time period. But um what's weird to me is I keep hearing about like the independent woman and not the not the independent woman like like what we're used to. You know like mm-hmm. you know my my mom got a job and she can take care of her kids or what. Not that kind of shit. But like independent like I don't need no man. I don't need no man to open up the door for me. I can do it myself. Move over, nigga, like that one. Yeah yeah that one now the question I have cause you know this comes up all the time but in my lifetime I don't think and I've had female friends I you know obviously I have not dated a ton of women so I, I I really am relying on other people's experience but in general just talking to people getting to know people I don't think I've met these women
3: they do exist um I think a lot of it has to do with the demographic of the country that you're in um, cause we're down south and down here, it's a little different than it might be in like your, your heavier, or your larger cities where everybody's more, I am not want to say cutthroat, but more aggressive. Well, one,
1: Charlotte is a pretty large city and we've lived here our whole lives.
3: Yes, but we still country.
1: Right. I was going to, I asked on Twitter, do you think it's a Southern thing? Okay. And people responded back. Like, I don't know if it's a Southern thing, blah, 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 you know? uh mm-hmm. and, and then I asked dudes like, Hey, or women. If y'all are this person or you've had experience with this type of person, hit me up. Let me know what's up because I would like to get to the bottom of that. Because mm-hmm. it's fucking weird to me. It's stupid. But at the same time, it seems like something where people get mad about it, but I don't see it in society. I don't know. it. Like, do you have a friend? Do you have a family member that says, I don't let men open the door for me? I don't let men take me out on a date? No, I don't.
3: I've, I've, ne- I've never ran. Um into that problem mind. I've never heard people talk about it. You know, they're not. Yeah. They get I don't know any they
1: don't do it. I don't know any of these women. Like, we always say, well, there's some of them out there, but nobody knows them. You know, like, there's every once in a while you hear a dude that had, like, a random chance encounter with a couple, with a chick like this. Mm-hmm. Like, Francis and Marilyn said that he had it happen to him before, uh, once on a date and once just in casual, like, regular life. Mm-hmm. But, like, of all the chicks he's met, what percentage does that represent? Probably less than 1%. a small
3: percentage. And on top of that, I think when you get in your social medias and shit like that, I think a lot of people just lie. They just want to be strong and independent because everybody's trying to fuck each other. They don't, right. you know, I'm independent. You know, just come over here, give me some and going about your business. I don't really need you, nigga. You know, you get that type of thing going on. And the reality is, um, I guess for me, women... Um, Well, most women that I've met, they like for a man to do shit for them.
1: Right, and I'm not saying the man has to do everything. Everything. No, I'm not saying that either. Like you you said, they just shit. Just... I mean, just... And you know what? People like people to do shit. It's yeah. not even men, women. No,
3: no, it's not even a man or woman thing. You just want somebody to do nice
1: things for you, male or female. Right. It's, I'm not saying... like It's nice when people do nice shit. Yes, it is. You know, I cook around the house every once in a while. Uh, it's not a... Well, let me cook because Karen's going to be mad I didn't cook thing. No. It's just a, hey, it's nice to do. It's not a, you know, I don't expect Karen to come kick me out of the kitchen and be like, I can cook for myself,
3: nigga. Hell no. Why do I, that's stupid shit. Why would I do that? Right. And
1: I know there's little things like, you know, men walking on the outside when they're walking down the street. The man has to risk his life and st- stand a little closer to the cars. Which is why we still make a percentage more than women in the office. I don't have a problem with that at all. Chivalry tax. That's right. But, you know, little shit like that. Dude might get out, get up and fill up the gas or whatever for the chick or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure there's people that have all kinds of stances for and against that. But the bigger issue for me is I still haven't met the woman that is turning down favors. Especially from a dude she likes,
3: yeah, and then and that's not I can reality. See. I, I mean, I mean, like I said, I think a lot of it is is a false persona because the average woman in a, like a male female type of uh, relationship, and 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 even in a uh, the other type of relationships, everybody wants somebody uh, to do a special things for them. And I don't know who did these like mean ass people. Ah, nigga, get away from me! Don't do shit for me! Leave Here, me alone! Here's my theory.
1: Huh? I, I'll come up with a theory over the course of us talking about this the last few minutes. I believe what happens is dudes are turning rejection into women not wanting to be, uh, you know, want, wanted to partake in being uh, benefited from chivalry. Because women are constantly suspecting dudes are trying to fuck them, and they are right. Yes. Dudes are constantly trying to fuck y'all. That is the truth.
3: Yes. So and you don't want to fuck
1: everybody, so you somebody got to be told no. Right. So possibly. When they turn down a chivalrous act, it's not... It's actually just them rejecting the person because it's like, I don't want to be with you. So, I I can get this door on my own or yeah. I can... Uh, yeah. I, I'll pay for this meal. Yes. I don't want to... Yeah, I wonder if dudes are confusing those things with like... Well, see, women out here too independent. No, she just don't want your ass around. She's not about to give you no pussy. But there's another dude that when you watched her get off work that, that day, he opened up her car door and walked her over with the umbrella, and then uh, treated her to some nice dick when she got home. So maybe uh, she, uh, uh, maybe it's just uh, uh, you. Like maybe that, maybe that's the that's problem.
3: That, that's it. It's, it's it's just you. And sometimes I think that uh, because when well, people are dating, it's mixed signals. So you don't want to give somebody. Uh, the wrong impression, so you will say, "No, nah, I got this, or no nah, let me cover my meal, and all that type stuff, because you don't want him to think that he gets some ass when you have already made a decision that he ain't.
1: Right, yeah, and I often wonder that if people are really just confusing rejection with, Women trying to be independent, and maybe women are even hiding behind independence. Yes, like, they are. You know, like, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to date this dude, so I'm just gonna act a fool I, I, because I don't just like, I oh, don't know. I'm a, you don't want to deal with me. I'm an independent woman. I listen to Beyonce all day. Uh, please, <laughs> please do not ask me to go out anymore. I gotta no. wash my hair. Yes, with my
3: freaking
1: dress on. Go away, sir. Right. I wonder though, because I, I just, like I said, I haven't met these women. I ain't met them either. And if you're one of these chicks, you know, hit us up. Write us an email if you do. That run into this all the time, let, let me know, know. Cause I wonder if it's just rejection and if you've ever thought about it that way, that somebody's just actually trying to tell you I don't wanna deal with your ass. Yes. Um, alright, well speaking of being immature. Okay. You know you officially have grown up when you make that change on your voicemail. And I think everybody has gone through this. At least it's def- definitely every black person. Probably everybody in general. But, when you make that change on your voice, man, when you take out that background music. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, yes, And you don't introduce yourself by your nickname, your middle name. Yes. And you don't start making jokes and talking yeah. about ladies. I, yeah,
3: be like, yo, this, yo, know, this is Sammy. I'm back.
1: Yeah, I mean, you remember when you used to, especially back in the day, when you had like pages and shit, you know, not wanting to date myself. but. Uh, uh. You uh, know, uh, you get your next tail or whatever, yeah. and you set up a nice little voicemail, man. and it might come in to be like, uh, you know, R. Kelly in the background or some shit. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Like, you had to pick out that song carefully, and you had to line your tape player up just correctly. <laughs> also
3: to pick up the sound? Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: So when it calls, you don't say nothing at first, it's like, no, 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 no 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 hey girl <laughs> this is your boy Rod you know what to do I'm thinking about you beep or something like that and then oh, and yeah, the, you and a, even when you say I'm thinking about you it don't go right off right away It'd be like I'm thinking about you no 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 <laughs> and you turn it up a little bit you fade it up
3: yes. till it turn all the way out like I, you remember those days yeah so or either uh, you be the one who have like the the ones where you crack telling jokes the whole time right and, or either you had the ones where you lay like, leave like the colds, you be like, uh, hey, this I'm like, hey, this is Rod. Right. Uh if you know who you are and you know who you are, you know how to reach me at
1: the other <laughs> number. Right, yeah. No. You know, them cold messages. And the thing is too with that is like I remember when I had to change all that shit. You remember when you had to change it? Yes, you become an adult. You you know, you when you put like this,
3: when you get a real paycheck, not a McDonald's paycheck, I'm talking about a real paycheck with some with, with some three digits in front of it, and with the real job, and you start having 401ks and all this good great stuff, you you can't have that shit when you're going on interviews. You know the person calling, you know, trying to hire you, and they get your voicemail going. Yeah, you know what's up. Yeah, um, I'm about that booty call tonight. Then yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, Tyrone, I was calling you about the interview, but I I don't think I want to
1: date you, so um, right. we're gonna cancel your interview at two o'clock. Please. Yeah, because if you call, it's like, hey, this is from Chase Morgan Stanley, and the fucking the voicemail <laughs> picks up, and it's especially the fake ones where it's like, yo, what's up? Nah, <sighs> nah, I'm just playing. Especially those or the ones that that have the sexy stuff on them, where it's like. Do me, baby. Back it up, flip it, rub it down, oh, yo. This no. is Tyrone, Mr. Lickem and Stickem. Leave a message at the tone. Ah. Do me, baby. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Do <Doom> me, <it>, baby. I want to sex you up. Yes, yeah. Sir. Like I, I guarantee that those are the those are the people like that don't get the job. And I remember uh-huh. the first time I put my number on a resume, I was like, oh shit. That's gotta change. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like change my shit professional. Hi. You've reached Roderick crime Like what's <laughs> up? Yes, Hi, So
3: White. Yes, yes, sir. I took all the bass out of my voice. I'm like, hello. You have reached blah 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 right. at, the, at the sound of the tone, please leave a name and number, and I will reach you back as soon as I can. And have
1: a blessed day.
3: Have a wonderful day. Yeah.
1: Like, once you need you that job, man. Get messages. I was on that group message. I was on that ass machine fronting once I got a job. Of course. Like, oh, praise, sweet baby Jesus. This is your boy. Ha, ha, Vitamin's Prime. I just need a job. Yeah. Please hide me, white people. I promise I'm petting kittens right now and kissing babies. And I'm the safest Negro you'll ever know. Yes. I don't even own a sword. Unlike Elon James, who kicked people out of his house with swords. What's wrong with that man? And he thinks he's a safe Negro.
3: No.
1: That's not reasonable at all, Elon. Um... So, the other day we were leaving the house and I opened up the door. And I don't really like leaving the porch lights off at night. Like, I like to leave our porch lights on just in case. Yes, just in case. I don't, I don't know. even know why. Just I, don't I, do know. I do. Damn it for the nets. So they can yeah. just beat upside the light. You know, because you know why? Because fuck mops That's right, Michael Felder. I said it. Uh, 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 fuck uh, uh, them uh, little uh, blind uh, bastards. I'm glad they get their <laughs> coordinate, coordinates all fucked up and they <laughs> oh, can't my see. Lights. Damn it, I'm going to turn it on. Yeah, I turn it on, and, and then the I start playing Kanye. Cal였- all of the lights! Uh, uh, <asynchronous Province> Fuck
3: you, moths! <laughs> yeah, at the party and running to that light. And I like the light on because, <xxX2> damn it, I don't want strangers walking around the front door, and I can't see asses.
1: Yeah, plus a moth is a pointless bug. It is nothing but fodder for other animals it has no fucking abilities nope. it can't see at night <laughs> if a light is on there's a, a fucking what of, blind. Yeah, what kind of retarded shit is that you, I, oh a light I can't see oh I'm blind I need to go lay down <laughs> over here by this hot ass light <laughs> like, what do moms even eat you know no I know they come from like caterpillar looking things but then they they oh, turn into moms more than I do. that's right Karen they turn into moms and then I never see them eating anything it just <laughs> get ate. They're fucking they're food. That's what yes, they are. They are. They're food. But um because of moths, spiders come out. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, we were leaving the house the other day and I, I cut off the light uh outside and this huge spider was just climbing down the, the door. The oh, doorway oh. right right over your head. You walk right under and didn't even I notice. Did. <laughs> that's that's your people, sorry. So I had to go and get the bug spray Yes, sir. And I don't know if other people have this issue with spiders, but I don't have arachnophobia or anything. I'm, I just, I kind of other bugs. When I kill them, I'm like, fuck that bug, you know? Uh, I, I, Cause fuck them. Uh, uh, what are you uh, doing over by my house? That's right. I'm going to your house and kick your shit over. We have a rule. I don't go outdoors into the woods where your bugs live, so bugs should not come in my house where I live. That's right. Okay, we rule. Respect the treaty. but of course when they violate the treaty I I have no choice but to kill them that's right and you know normally I give no mercy no warnings, nope, and no remorse what but when I kill out of you but whenever I kill spiders I always feel a little bit bad why because spiders are kind of on my side
3: what you you, you think about Charlotte's web or something
1: No, that's spider propaganda. That's oh, okay, no spider, not bad. Spiders can't kite. But, <laughs> but I always feel a little bit bad because spiders kill bugs, too. Yes, they do. So we kind of on the same side. Yes, y'all are. You know what I mean? Like, roaches and shit, they just live to eat your shit. Oh. You know? Roaches are like that friend that goes out with you and never has money, but is always like, you gonna finish that? Are uh, uh, you gonna eat that? Yeah, Yo, you done with the rest of that ham sandwich? Can I have them crumbs? Yeah, you like, I, I, doll. I already ate that, I, man. I you wipe your mouth off. I want some of that. Yeah, I took a bite out of that. Mm mm, I want some. That's mm-hmm. like roaches are like, they annoying. It's I just, Yeah, you have to kill them. But spiders are like, I can fend for myself. Mm-hmm. I got them. I broke me off a little space over here by the doorway. Yeah. So when the moths come and they blinded and shit, it's time for them to creep over here on my web and blah, blood hell. Damn, eat, yes, sir. So I always feel bad because we are the same. We have the same mentality: kill all bugs. Yes. But you bug, dog. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, so I feel he signed a treaty too. Sorry. Yeah, and I, you know, if it push came to shove, he would took he would have took me out. If I would have stepped up into his web, he wouldn't mind biting me and poisoning my f- flesh. What?
3: Yes, you took L.
1: Yeah, I've seen the brown recluse. Uh, I know how y'all get down. You know, the widow, black widow spider. I see it. They don't play that shit, so... Oh, they'll kill you. But I felt sad for him, man. I had a little funeral for him. Ah, ah. I felt... I felt... I I did not attend because I did not
3: know we had a funeral service.
1: My bad. I don't know, man. I only kill spiders if they're in the way. You know, like if I walk outside, I see a spider web over by the fence. I don't mess with him. I'll leave him alone. You yeah. know why? Because fuck other bugs, spiders. We on the same... Uh, uh, we can coexist. Uh, uh, you want to kill bugs and eat them. I want to just kill them. We understand each other. Yes, we do. We just stay outside. I, I also don't that. appreciate how I've never seen a spider kill a roach. Like, uh, roaches must be impossible to kill.
3: Yeah.
1: Hey, they strong as shit or something. They just tear your web up and get the fuck away, man. Yeah, yeah.
3: and then on top of that, when you spray when you them, uh, with any type of uh, bug spray, them niggas will bounce around that shit for a while before they die, and some of them actually
1: get away. Roaches <laughs> never die right away. No, they don't. Like you spray a roach, and that <laughs> he motherfucker gonna will, run fifty feet. He will, he will escape like the born Identity. <laughs> yes. Show up in Cancun seven days later. <laughs> yes. With, with seven legs instead of eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You almost got me, motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I'm back, you know. It's showing like <laughs> an eye patch and a cane. Yes. Nigga, you, you almost had me. You
3: thought I was dead. <laughs> I'm back. And I remember uh, water bugs are
1: roaches, ain't they? Yes, that's what white people call roaches. Okay. And water bug. Oh, so, and so, water bug, we have a higher class. I we, never seen Our it. bugs vote Republican. It's different. <laughs> and I remember seeing one. And they are fucking huge. Yeah, I saw one today, actually. Yes. And I don't know where. In, in the bathroom at my job, I saw one.
3: Oh.
1: Yes. And he was just chilling. Like, I came in. and It was messed up, too, man. Because I came in to take a piss. And I was by the urinal. And I went to the third floor bathroom. Because that's where the less traffic is. Yes. It's like, I like to piss in peace. I like to relax. <laughs> you know? So, I came in to piss on at the urinal. And I saw some movement down close to my foot. And it was a big-ass water bug, i.e. roach. For, for people that aren't bougie. It was a big-ass roach. And it wasn't bothering nobody. It didn't move. I didn't have any spray on me or something, so I couldn't do anything. Yes. But more importantly, I couldn't move because my dick was out. Uh, like once your, uh, uh. Every dude knows this. Once your dick is out like, and you're pissing, it's like everything is engaged. Whatever's going on until that piss is done is is happening. Party's over. I don't know what like somebody could walk in with a gun to your neck and be like, I'll, I'll kill you, nigga. Stop pissing. You like I can't. Please let me live. Like I, I, I was I, the old switch is on. Sorry, sir. Like I was mortified, man. And the big ass roach just chilling, <laughs> and it was moving around, but it wasn't running or anything. It was just moving in the same place, oh. and it was just chilling. Like it, it, and it was like struggling and then I pissed and I moved and walked away and washed my hands and I turned around and he was just chilling up on the wall.
0: Oh,
3: like I don't know if he had
1: fell off or something and that what? Like yes.
3: and, and, and the thing about it, we hadn't had this problem here but when we stayed one time before and I I didn't know uh that a uh, what boy was Roach and I had never seen one before. And we was I was at the computer and I seen something moving. I was like, What the fuck is that? Then I seen it and it was this huge thing crawling. I, I think I used, like, the whole can of bug spray and I <laughs> left it there, and when Roger came back, he had to find it, because I just sprayed the hell out of the computer computer screen. I was like, I don't know what the hell you is,
1: but you gonna die, nigga. You gonna die. Yeah, man. I hate how they don't die right away. No, like, they don't. The only way to kill a roach right away is, like, with a bullet. Yes. You gotta <laughs> yeah, shoot yeah, that nigga. Yes.
3: Well, do you have to decapitate that nigga? No, he probably divide up, and you yeah, had two of them dead. Like, no I've, seen, I've seen,
1: I've seen wasps die back faster from the sprays. Than a roach. Yeah. Like the roach will really be like, man, that's fucked up, dog, and then just walk away slowly. Yeah. And then just fuck you, man. This I'm. will be, be s- back. I'm gonna be sick for a week. <coughs> and then, like I'm going going to the store to get some throat <laughs> But yeah, man, those those roaches, dude. I could. And the thing is, like, uh, I could not. I definitely could not. Though do, I don't. Somebody was in there going number two. I'm like, how are you taking a shit? Uh, uh, and there's a roach chilling in here. Like, I don't, I don't. It's like nature. Like, I don't know if that's evolution or just the caveman uh-huh. nature getting back in me. But I'm like, I'm not shitting anywhere around a roach, dog. No, thank you. Like, it might decide that it needs a place to stay. You know? Oh. Like, uh, yes, exactly. I can't protect that hole. No. Not, not while I'm trying to take a shit.
3: <laughs> but I don't
2: know, man. I was, I was disgusted, <laughs> man. No,
3: thank you. Women got
1: two holes, so definitely no, thank you. Uh, you know, um, last week with the hurricane, mm-hmm. and uh, there's been all kinds of rains and stuff. It and has been bad weather along the East Coast, yes sir. Um, and uh, you know, feel bad for anybody affected by the natural disasters. Uh, that her, that Martin Luther King sent your way. because y'all weren't ready for the monument. That's right. Next time, get your shit together. It's post-racial America. Read Toray's book and get your shit together. L- women, listen to more rock and. Shake your ah, ass to that rock 'em, ah, and then let's then let's go get your mind right. But uh, yeah, so so you know people were really talking shit about the people who live in Tornado Alley, and this happens every time there's tornadoes come out
3: uh, west, right? Yeah, was, uh,
1: yeah, kind of like west or southern west. I don't know. Um, but that was kind like middle states. Yeah, that was like you live in Tornado Alley. Why don't you move? It's named Tornado Alley for God's sake. And I and, and you know when I think about it, I think I agree with them. I agree with those people. They should move. You know, I don't think that's simple for people just to pack up and move. Karen. It's named Tornado Alley. Tornadoes are how you're gonna happen there. And nobody wants to live in Tornado Alley but I I think they should move to like Tornado Cul-de-sac.
3: Ha <laughs> ha. Or maybe... Tornado alley. I mean, what? Does a tornado just stand at the corner and be like, yeah, bitch, come on down my alley? Basically.
1: I say... I mean, no one wants to live in an alley, you know? Nobody wants <laughs> to live in Skid Row. What? Who do you know that lives in an alley? Name one relative that you know that lives on the, on some place called such and such alley. Not unless they're in the box. the cardboard box. Right. Nobody... Homeless people live in the alley. That's right. If it was like a tornado place, okay. I would understand. Okay. You know? Because then i will be like, okay, that's nicer... Maybe that you know you get some sophisticated tornadoes coming through wearing monocles and you know walking with walk, walking walking <laughs> with canes, top hats. <laughs> a tornado estates. Yeah, a tornado estates. I yeah. would live. That sounds gated in. Yes, it does. You know, just us and the Sound tornadoes. Protected. You know, yeah. no no black tornadoes allowed in, of oh, course. No, one, they, no, one, no Tyrone's be hitting there, but they, yes. on, they only
3: do the West Coast. Yeah, Hurricane,
1: Coast. Hurricane Tyrone would just turn around like, oh no. I,
3: can't I get go shot up for
1: now. A tornado while black uh-uh. Going down there. But no one should live in the alley, man. I, I think tornado cul-de-sac or tornado estate sounds better. It sounds plastic. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, You know, I, we had a birthday cake for one of my bosses today. Mm-hmm and uh so they leave the leftover cake in the break room mm-hmm. and people you know they chip away at it mm-hmm. and the people at my job they are like piranhas are you leave something in the break room ah, it's
3: gone ain't it
1: yeah it's piranha 3d indeed like like i I remember one time i, I had a bunch of crackers like lance crackers cheese crackers nip cheese peanut butter mm-hmm. all these crackers and of course the cheese ones went first i, I mostly work with white people um, I, uh-uh. But I put all these crackers in there. I put like maybe eight to ten packs of crackers in there, mm-hmm. and I came back in like five minutes, and crackers was gone. Hell Jack. yes, people be looking. They was just, they was. I don't know if it's like a, a update that goes out, they get a, a cell phone text. It <laughs> oh like, shit, fresh shit move. Yeah, this is sitting at the desk. Oh, crackers in the break room. Jeez, I gotta go. And uh, you know, but they, but I go in there. and There's a birthday cake in there, mm-hmm. like half of one. And they're chipping away at it, and at the end of the day, they left the cake, like the what was holding it, the cake tray. Mm-hmm. They put it on top of the trash. Okay. And there was still some cake left on it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I could get some of this cake." But it's sitting on in this tray on top of the trash. Yeah. What is it about? Because it's not in the trash, you know, it's not touching right. the trash, there's nothing. It's uh, you something know. mentally about when they hit that trash can. Yes. Your
3: mind just says, I can't eat that shit.
1: That is a first world problem.
3: Y- yeah, you know what? Yes, it is. Because in the third world, they will be going through
1: the trash. Yeah, like it wasn't even touching trash, there was no water bugs around it. Like it just, it was just, I was like, it's too close to the trash, man, mm-hmm. I can't eat this. Even at restaurants, if you sit close to a trash can. Like, I've been in like a Wendy's or something. You go, oh, let's eat in. Which is always a bad idea. But you eat inside of like a Wendy's or someplace like that. And then there's like a trash can next to you. Like, I can't eat. No, just the odors and the smells. No I lose my appetite, man. Mm. I don't
3: believe. can't even talk about it.
1: Traumatizing, ain't it? Sure. <laughs> um. So, I was, <laughs> I was listening to this thing about All these people trying to track down their sperm donor the other day. I think it was Keith and the girl. And they were talking about how there's like 96 kids trying to find the contact information because their mothers use a sperm donor. Mm -hmm. I I think that... A literal sperm donor. Not the kind that people try to be sarcastic about bad, deadbeat fathers. No, you're talking about a real... Yeah, from a clinic.
3: No, that should be illegal. Especially if that person don't want to be found. No. Right. No, don't go go hunting these people down.
1: And I agree, Um, but I was thinking, to be a sperm donor, don't you have to be at least a little bit conceited?
3: Not only that, you know, they pay people, so... Right, I know they pay
1: you, but, I mean, like, you have to wait three days, and then you can ejaculate into the sperm cup. Like, you can't, like... It's not like, uh, oh, I'll, not I'll, not let me like go donate sex. some sperm. I'm confused. Of course, it's not normal sex. I mean, you? I know
3: it's not normal sex, but they don't just give you a cup and you just do it and didn't they? No, t- you
1: you either wait three days to build up enough ejaculate so that you have enough sperm in it. Oh. Of course, there's all kinds of tests and there's certain parameters okay. they want you to pass. Okay. Certain height requirements, certain education and shit like that. Wow. Yeah, um, but you have to kind of be conceited. And you know what? That's mm-hmm. sad
3: that they have more regulations and, and restrictions than the woman who fucked the man in real life. <laughs>
1: that is a sad. a background check. That is sad, but I mean, at the same time, though, it's not necessarily better standards. I mean, those are all very, very subjective measurements that's of true, how true. good a man is. No, yeah. How tall... I mean, actually, you know what? I would say they don't have higher standards because there's a lot of women fucking dudes because they tall, got a nice job and huh, in shape, uh, uh, and then the nigga still don't... ain't like shit. Yeah, the dude just ain't trying to be there. He's just like a sperm donor. He's like, I don't want to raise this kid. Yes. Here's some sperm. Yes. Peace. But, um... The, I didn't put mine in the cup, ma'am. Right. So the thing I'm wondering, though, like, you have to be conceited to think the world needs my sperm. It needs, ah, ah, it needs uh-huh. more of me. Women need more of me in the world, but, 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 not me raising them. No, that's no, too and, much. And,
3: and, and they, that would take time. And, 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 and this is the thing. It's a demand. Like if women didn't want it, they wouldn't be asking men to give up their sperm. I mean, demand supply.
1: Obviously, it's demand, but I, but just it's like saying, well, there's demand for the Carter Ford. That don't make it good.
3: That's true. Now, cause, yeah, I hadn't heard it yet, but I'm pretty sure that shit sucks.
1: So, I mean, I think there is some demand for it, but I just think that the the fact is, you got guys who are um clearly conceited, man. They, I, the world needs my sperm, but not but that's enough. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's like, well, why don't you help me raise this baby? Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow yeah, down. That's too much. I mean, do do women who, like, do people's husbands donate sperm? Some people do. Mm-hmm. They do? Because I've never heard of it. I've never heard of dude no, or a relationship. i no, not, not really
3: donating. I know some people.
1: I'm not, I'm not, remember, I'm not talking about fucking other women. I'm talking about no, going no. to the clinic, okay? No, no, no. So I, I know I, there's no. a lot of men donating sperm all over the place <laughs> with on their hands.
3: Yes. Uh, Not that way, but I know some men will actually uh, take their sperm and like freeze it and stuff like. for their wives. Yeah, but I'm
1: talking about donate sperm to other women. Like, can oh, a dude just, just,
3: like just his some for some other ladies?
1: Yeah, can Will Smith go donate to the sperm clinic for other women, not uh, for his wife? Like, I wonder if that happens.
3: I, would say, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't
1: know. All right. Well, and would
3: and wouldn't mm-hmm. that be agreed upon? I, I don't know. That would be something you have to talk to your
1: wife about. Well, speaking of sperm donors. Okay. The Ratchet Ball Wives LA started a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And haven't really talked about it, but no. uh, I'm up to date on episodes, so I thought I would give a quick breakdown for those who are listening. Yes. And are fans of Ratchetness. Yes. Which I would think you would be if you're a fan of this show. Yes,
3: I think uh, it starts off with Gloria. And I think
1: she's the Shawnee of this show. Yeah, she is the fiancé of Matt Barnes. She's running
3: this
1: one. And on the last Ratchet Ball Wives in Miami, she was the one who couldn't hack it, remember? Yes. She was the one that kept getting into it with Shawnee, and she wouldn't talk, and she wanted to form her own clique, and then she left and and talked shit to Shawnee, and then deal? yes. And so they decided to build a whole show around her. And these, like, if if the Basketball Wives in Miami are the starters... These women are definitely coming off the bench.
3: Yes, they are. I
1: yeah. mean, you got multiple kids. Some of them ain't even in shape. Some yeah. of them, like, still got the baby weight on. Literally just had the a baby. baby.
3: Two two days before the show started taping.
1: Yeah, like, you can't even see them and stuff. Um, and then, you know, they, it, they're out of L.A., so, you know, that's a whole other weird thing. But, um, and the, the thing with these chicks is they don't seem like they know each other. No. Like, with the uh, Basketball Wives in Miami, it kind of felt like there was some actual camaraderie before the camera showed up.
3: Yes. Like, not, not all of them, but some yes, of them. Yeah, like, they they got at least a chance to meet up. It's like, they was like,
1: okay, uh, shoot, camera go, and this is the first time they were literally seeing each other. Yeah, like, Evelyn and Jen on the old show seemed like they might hang out together. Yes, they probably had already known each other. Yeah, Shawnee seems like she, you know might, know, might do some interesting things with them. But, Gloria only knows her sister, Laura. The rest of them seem like they just met today.
3: Oh, yeah. They, they met at dinner.
1: Yes. Right. And within one show, they was fist fighting. Yes. So, I mean, right there, you it tells you what this show is about. Ratchetness. Yes.
3: And, and it's okay, but it's not as good.
1: I, I don't know, Karen. I gotta go the other way.
3: You gotta go the other way. This is
1: better. It is. This is way fucking better.
3: Okay. I yeah, like yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but this is yeah. like the
1: bad girls club meets basketball. And you know, wives. And, and,
3: and, and, <laughs> and you know one more I think about it, you're right because the mother ones are too pretty. they don't want to be cutting the monkey on there. Is Tammy?
1: Yeah. Well, Evelyn cuts the monkey too, but they're not gonna fight. Yeah. But know? yeah these chicks
3: be actually fight.
1: Right. And, and then the thing is also like I don't know if the producers have a heavier hand in this one, but it seems like the producers come in and just go, hey, hey, hey. Don't nobody want to watch this shit. Y'all got to fight. (laughs) I don't know how y'all going to start fighting, but y'all better make something happen. You, you, you call her a hood rat and go. And action. Yes. Three, two, and slap. Go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Gloria's, um, she's Matt Barnes' fiance, or yeah, it's fiance now, but she's had some Issues in the past, like they had a domestic violence incident. Yes, they did. That's they why was, I was surprised. They were supposed to get married and it got called off. hmm Um, and they never bring that up. Mm-mm. Um, Matt Barnes was on the show for about two minutes in the first episode mm-hmm. and he was like, I fulfilled my obligation. Now I'm off to fuck bitches. Peace. Yes. Um while you fuck with these bitches. Right. And then her sister Laura is a bigger chick, but she's She's rumored to used to have messed with Shaq. Oh, okay. So she just had a baby, so who knows if that's Shaq's baby or what? Now, yeah, they're not saying shit about that. Yeah, I would like to see that baby's eyes. You know, if it's cross-eyed, you know what's up. Yes up? Mm-hmm. It's the Diesel's kid. Mm-hmm. If he got size 17 feet, you know what's up. So, um, she's she just had a baby, and she uh has not lost the weight and that's at been all. A, that's been an ongoing issue at all you can tell <laughs> yeah um she is baby fresh and of course she got into a fight at the restaurant yes she did with malaysia yes she did the first episode uh, malaysia is is the wife of general pargo mm-hmm. um and you know like she's fighting this recently pregnant woman for calling her a hood rat and the conversation was just so convoluted yes. because it was hard to tell if they were insulting each other or not yes like i don't even think they knew they were insulting each other like yep. she's like girl you just a hood rat bitch what you call me a uh, a hood rat what then? We gonna fight? And then it's just like breast milk flying all uh, over the place, uh, uh, uh. baby bottles popping out. Both yeah. of them recently pregnant too. Yeah,
3: and then the thing about it is that the "Hey, bitches" is a new hello. So
1: how was mm. I supposed to know? I was confused. Right, and and the thing, the thing about it too that scared me was that all these people were just out to eat at a nice restaurant. Yes,
3: they were scared And now all the white, folks. now all the white
1: folks scared. All was, the white oh, folks scared. Oh, I don't know if I'll be coming back. Um, they also have Kamisha Artest. And, uh, she
3: is uh, off the change.
1: And uh, her description says self-described partner of Ron Artest and mother of three. So I don't know if that means they are not together or what. Um, but I, I guess probably not. I thought that was his wife. Yeah. It, she it's showed not his, his last name. And she does. I mean, this is one of the ways you know that Artest is kind of crazy. I mean, look at her. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, but uh he uh she she she's just not built for this. No
3: she is not. She, she's, she's not like, look, I done came over here with y'all boozy ass bitches.
1: <laughs> I'm from the other coast. Oh, y'all think y'all pretty, honey? She was a trip that first meeting. She yeah, she's not built for LA, man. No, now, she isn't. It feels like she just either plays the background, but one of these days they're gonna fuck with her, she gonna whoop somebody's ass. What? She gonna be yelling out Queensbridge on a nigga. <laughs> yes. Uh, Imani is the ex-fiance of Steven Jackson. Yeah. And she has three kids, which is another big difference between this show and the other show. Yeah. Like, all they, these women have these women have women. multiple kids. Multiple. Like recently and shit. Yes. But she's a no probably over the age of ten. Yeah, and the thing that's weird about her is that she doesn't like the new chick whose name is Drea. Mm -hmm. now um, she keeps hinting that there's some type of history there and she doesn't want to say it on camera I'm like well what the fuck are you on TV for yes and why are you bringing it up yeah everything is on camera I don't know if they're just setting it up for a couple episodes later they're going to tell what the beef is
3: so the the bougie girl got put off the
1: girl with the braid, she left the show right what bougie? Nobody's left the show yet.
3: Oh, okay. Not this bad. show. Okay.
1: No, nah, everybody's still there. It's only been like three weeks. okay. So so the one that like talks all the time and No, she's still there. Okay. I will get to her in a second. Okay, but Amani, okay. um, like they had this this game called Passion Game, Passion Night. hmm And now when ladies get together and have a passion party. What does that mean, Karen? It's
3: normally a sex party with doing sex toys and things like exactly. that. Exactly. Yes.
1: Well this one was not. Uh-oh. And it was fucked up because the girl Drea that they keep trying to paint as a hoe um, she showed up and was like, I thought this was a sex party. Yes, because A no sex many, toy party.
3: Yes, that's what normally when you have a passion party,
1: that's normal. And they people. all, they were all like, what? No, Why? never, mm-mm. Why would I ever do something like that? And they like all fronted on her, like she was crazy. And then they played this game where you pass a box around, and everybody writes seven, like something about you, one time, one thing about you. And then at the end of the game, they open up the box and they tell you what they thought about you. What, in one word, they describe you. Mm-hmm. And so, everybody got really nice things said about them. Except when they got to the new chick, Drea. Mm-hmm. Who was fine as all get out. And, and you knew it was going to be issues. Because she way too fine to be hanging out with mothers of three. Yeah. Yes, who are <laughs> yes. Bitches probably jealous too. Right. You know, because she's starting in the game where they used to be. Yes. And like, I used to be a fine groupie that trapped the athlete. Now look at you And a lot of
3: times Once women have Especially In this type of industry Once women have children And things like that You know You're not considered As hot anymore Mm -hmm. You're considered used Right So you're like Hey You're not hot no more And she hadn't had a baby
1: Right So um They wrote in her box Worthless And sneaky
3: they just met the
1: chick? They just met her. Word. They don't even know anything about her. Making shit up. They was like, she's sneaky. And then, then with that, when it confronted Imani was like, oh, you know, I, we got, we'll got, talk about it in private or something. Like, just oh, very bitch, weird. What are you
3: bringing
1: up then? Ruining the whole party. Uh, Jackie Christie called her sneaky without knowing anything about her. And that's, I think they, they projected their insecurities on her because she's fine. Yes, they did. You know, uh, and then of course, um, Jackie Christie is on the show, and every dude should know about Jackie Christie because she is the wife of Doug Christie. And she's a crazy bitch. Doug Christie is known as the most whipped nigga in the world ever. Of like all time. this dude used to flash the "I love you" hand sign forty times in a game. She she's beaten up and kicked out. Uh, massage women for, in the locker room that massage all the athletes for, wow. for touching her husband. That's their job. Right, that's their job. She won't let female reporters interview him. And then she turns it into the world just isn't ready for our love and the way that we do it. Like, insane. Right, you are married to a crazy woman. Doug Christie was on the show last week. He didn't have one speaking part. And then he had to play the background the whole time. Like, he was in there like a fucking piece of furniture. Like a piece of furniture that had to be in the camera. He had to stay within her eye view, but he could not talk to any of the women or anything. Like, I just felt bad for that nigga. Like, somebody free him, you know? But maybe he just liked that shit. Some dudes just like that shit. Um And, of course, the last girl is Drea. And, um... They set it up to make it look like Drea is an actress that met um, Gloria in acting class. But clearly, they oh. just needed... The producers were like, look, y'all are some old, tired-looking women. We gotta get more fondness on the show. Yes. The, yeah, that
3: lady did. You like, know the lady with the dreads that was talking?
1: She hasn't left the show. Oh, but she's not on this. Right, but she didn't leave the show.
3: Oh, okay. My bad.
1: Um, but, um, yeah, so Drea... It, it was was trying to um, see. Dreya was was like, okay, I'm not a hoe, I'm not a hoe, and trying to be friends with them and stuff. But it's like you could tell the communication is all fucked up because they're so insecure about her. That's right. So everything she says it's like it comes through a layer of insecurity, and it's never no. communicated correctly. No,
3: it's not what she said. It's what they thought she said.
1: Like she was trying to give Malaysia. Remember, she just met these women, so she's at. The, she invited them to a party. And, you know, she shows up late because it's her party. And that's, you know, that's the Hollywood lifestyle. Yes. You know, you show up on Star Time. You show up late and you're you're the life of the party. So she shows up late to her own party. All the women are already there. And they already kind of have an attitude. Jackie Christie's telling them, like, hey, you got one hour and I'm leaving. You know, and uh, the other girls are out playing the wall, sitting up. Cause you know these are mothers and and, and, and wives yeah, and shit. They, these, yeah, yeah you know, they're these are not aren't... Like
3: in their twenties where they could
1: party, right? And they're not in that shape of, you know, like like the other women in Miami. Even though they might be approaching 40, they're in the shape, like, g- great-looking shape. Yes, they are. And they're still on the market trying to trap another athlete. That's right. These women are done with the trapping. Yes, they are. They trapped all they gonna catch. Right. They trying to go back and catch the nigga that they already caught the first time. Yes. Like, you know, Amani's leaving and calling Steven Jackson every night. Oh, you know she is. So, So, like, it's weird that she invites him to this party to be nice. And she really was inviting just, uh... I think Gloria at first, but she had to invite all the chicks. That's right. And so they were all getting really self-conscious about everything she said to them. Uh, they tried to make it seem like she was picking on Malaysia when she really wasn't. Um, and I knew, like, I kind of was like, you can't feel bad for her. Because if somebody is, like, accusing you of being this promiscuous artlet, you show up in a white see-through dress with your phone, Ah! When you can see through it and see that you got a thong on. Like, she's rocking it hard. That chick, she... that's not gonna help you. Nah, that ain't gonna help your case. This is not helping your case at all. Like, they just hate you more. And uh, the lady Especially you were talking about. your body banging. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the lady you were talking about was Tanya. Okay. Tanya is the, I guess, estranged wife of Jason Williams, the murderer. Yes. Jason Williams is a dude that, for people that don't know, he's in the NBA, played for the Nets, so he was in the NBA. And he shot his limo driver in the chest with a shotgun mm-hmm. as a joke and killed that nigga. And, um, from the time... Like, they paint Tanya as this bougie, like, whack person. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say... I don't agree at all.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Tanya is the most sane person there. Yes, she is. She's like y'all bitches just met and y'all fighting. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? They want
3: to dismiss everything she says, but she has the most sense out of everybody in the group. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna fight, and they were like,
1: you, why didn't you help out? Cause a real person's supposed to get up and, cause bitch, I'm not taking a punch to the face for somebody I just met. That's right. I don't know y'all. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? We can't even have tea? Like, <laughs> we can't even show up for a nice sip of drink? That's right, without y'all trying to bash each other's heads in. So she sat there texting the whole time and didn't get involved in the fight? Mm-hmm. Which I think is completely reasonable for some motherfuckers I don't know. Say that again. In fact, she didn't better than me. I might as well I left them now. She, yeah, she got up and left when the fight was over. And they thought, oh, see, she must think she's... No, she is better than you. She doesn't fight people she just met. The fuck do y'all want from her? And then they were like, she just sat up there texting, and texted She lied later on. She's like, uh, well, you called her a hood rat. And I was texting Google, what is a hood rat? Ah, ah, what is a hood rat? And that's one of her problems. Her problem is that she don't know how to talk. Because like people that talk like that, you already are um, fucking yourself up. Yeah. Like, you you already are uh, dark-skinned with blonde hair and blue eyes. Don't get me started on that uh, shit. Uh, but but you but there yes she is. But you're sitting up here going, talking to people like, well, when the altercation started, I was like, people don't like talking like that. And then in, in a one episode, Jackie Christie was talking about how her her mother is sick and she's in the hospital. Yes. And she got, you know, she was talking about it. And she started getting emotional. And Tanya comes in talking about. Oh shoot! Now that was an asshole move. Yes. I'm sorry she's over there talking
3: and crying and becoming emotional. She turns around and makes the entire conversation
1: about her. Right. was like, bitch, I'm trying to cry. Why are you over here overshadowing me? And it wasn't even like a, uh, first of all, I doubt Tanya's ever watched a single episode of Basketball Wild. Ever. But, um, she, it wasn't even that she made it about her. It was the analogy she used was asinine. Like, she's like, my mom is sick and she's trying to recover. She's in the hospital and I'm trying to tell her to stay positive. And then Tanya comes in with One time, my daughter scraped her knee. And I put alcohol and peroxide on it. And she was crying. And I said, Don't cry. Be strong, little girl. Be strong, child. And it's like everybody's just stopped. It's like the record skipped. And they were like, The fuck are you You talking about? Your mom is dying of cancer. Big English. Your daughter scraped her fucking knee. Now, same. A better analogy would have been one time my husband killed a motherfucker at a party. You know, but I, I, and also it did make me feel bad for Jason Williams because he didn't mean to kill that dude, so he tried to cover it up. Okay. And I just, if she wouldn't help fight, you know, she wasn't trying to help his ass cover up no murder. Of course not. she probably in the corner texting and shit. I'm texting Google to see manslaughter. And how much time you gonna get, Jason? Uh,
3: uh, uh,
1: uh, one time, our daughter scraped her knee, and it was like you shooting that man in the chest. I uh, caught nine one. I've already called 911. They're on their way. Um, Alright, man. So, that's my recap for that shit. Um, and then the other thing I gotta talk about. Last night, another Republican debate. Yes. Ew. That's so good. I'm going to miss. Like, I'm going to literally miss these Republicans. As they start narrowing the damn field down. And yes. start dropping out. Yeah. This is the best thing going on TV right now. This is better than football. It's classic. This shit is awesome. I couldn't. I found out. Like, I knew there was going to be a debate yesterday, but I didn't know the time. So, I left the gym early. And I got. Luckily, I got home. And it was like it started at 8. I thought it started at 9. So I had to rush and hurry up, take my shower, get back downstairs so I could live tweet it with my homies. Yes. Shout out to uh Bo King, my man uh Parker uh Lewis or uh, Parker Lewis uh, my man uh Drew Preen. Um just everybody that was tweeting, man. I can't it was so many of y'all last night. Um uh, and it was so good.
3: Uh,
1: uh, 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 uh. And this one was on MSNBC instead yes. of Fox. Yes. And you think Fox had some quote-unquote gotcha questions. MSNBC mm-hmm. came ready for that ass. Yeah. They was asking the tough questions. Yeah. They were like, look, we getting ready to get some of y'all asses off this panel up here. Yeah, as soon as it started, man, it got snippy as hell. Like, uh, right away, Perry and uh, Romney was going in on each other. Yeah. Because they're the two front runners. So it, it, it immediately got... Uh, it immediately got, got a little weird, you know, and and I, was, I, you know, I couldn't believe that they just had no civility because on the last one, you know, they were able to kind of keep it a little bit, uh, you know, above the above the belt. Yeah, you know, and
3: I think with the other ones, once the poll numbers came out and everybody found out the pair was right. in the lead and. And things like that. And, you know, it's getting to the point where pretty soon, they, you know, they're going to have to narrow the field down. And, you know, they're going to start um, opening up where people can actually start voting and things Mm. like that. So everybody wants to be seen because they know, I think they got one this week and next week and I think the next few weeks. And it's going to be a a big thing uh, because everybody want to be the last man or woman standing.
1: Well, that's how real the shit got, though, because um, they're so bad. The... Candidates that they had in there that Perry took the lead without saying shit. Like they had an entire debate. Perry announces that he wants to be in the runner and immediately became the front runner. Yes. That shows that they are not attached to any candidates at this point. Oh, no. I mean, they don't believe in any of them. No. The people that participated in this debate were, of course, Michelle, Crazy Eyes, Bachman. Oh, yeah. Uh, my man, Newt Gingrich, who's broken shit.
3: Yes, he's going to be fouling out real soon. You can't do it without money.
1: The always adorable.
3: <laughs>
1: Herman Kane. Yes, sir. Uh, Ron Paul, who is batshit crazy. Of course. Um, and they, they got him this time. Like, you can look, when Republicans are asking questions for Ron Paul, never look more sane. I mean, he sounds to, like the most rational person in the room. He did, didn't he? Yes he did. Democrats ask him different questions that all make him look crazy as shit. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, my man Saint was in the house. Of course, uh he has no chance in hell. Of you course. know, he's almost broke himself. Um of course there was Perry, the the new guy. Yes.
3: Governor Perry of from Texas.
1: Yes. AKA George W. the um, ah. second. Mitt Romney. And he was good. Uh he was on there. Uh and Huntsman. Who is pretty cool for a Republican. Um, Only problem is he's clearly playing the backseat. Like he's playing this thing for either a VP spot or he's hoping that one of the front runners commits political suicide somewhere. Like I'm gonna eat this baby in front of everybody. He's like, Yes! My turn. I can slide up in there. So yeah, the debate starts off. It's really catty. And they're talking, and 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 the candidates were going in on each other. It was before MSNBC could even ask a tough question. And Romney and Perry were just talking about jobs. Yes. Because that's how they started off the talk. The first topic was jobs. And Romney's assertion is hey, I was a businessman, so I know about private business. And I created jobs when I was a, a governor um, or senator, whichever one he was. And. The problem is when he was a businessman, he cut jobs. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like he was a special—he specialized in going to people's businesses, firing the shit out of motherfuckers, Mm -hmm. making the company smaller and saleable, sellable, and then selling the company and getting the fuck out.
3: Yes, you can't do that with an entire economy, right? Like who the hell are you gonna sell to China?
1: Right. That's not, and plus that wouldn't create jobs if you did that with a a, with a, a government. And then in government, the jobs that he was creating. You know, not only were they like minimum wage jobs or whatnot, but they were disputing the numbers in general about what the percentage of unemployment was under yeah, him. Yeah, was really high. Not to mention, he has uh, he had the same type of health care plan that the Obama quote unquote Obamacare plan is um, constructed after. Mm. So you had you created the foundation for um for uh, national healthcare,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but. You are all running against it. Your entire party is about repealing Obamacare. We got to take it down. We got to take it down. So, like, he can't even come out and, and laud his greatest accomplices. You better not. You know, he keeps trying to parse it in this weird, like, well, see, on the state level it's different, but on the national level it was different than that, and, uh, uh, uh well he should just own this uh, shit. Uh, he should uh. just be like, yes, I know how to fucking do it, and I'll do a better job than Obama's doing with it. I'll actually make it better than that. But it would be political suicide. It would be. Because his party hates Obama and anything he's ever passed. Um, but it was just weird listening to, uh, Romney go off about it, cause it's like, How many of those jobs that you created were in the healthcare industry because you actually allowed everybody to get healthcare in your state? True. You know, how much did that help the industry and help people get jobs? Um, And then, the other thing is that like, his stance on healthcare is preposterous. Because he's like, well look, I'll just give it up to states where they can all make universal healthcare in their own state if they want to. And It's like, I think Republicans sometimes think that every state is its own country.
3: They do, and that's dumb. There are some things that you have to pass across the board so that every state will abide by. Now, there are some things that you can say is a state-by-state thing. But there are some shit that if you leave up to the state, it's gonna be fucked up. Period. Right, right. I'm sorry, I don't know. What about that though? Right. Understand. Some things you would have some states that have welfare, some states wouldn't have welfare. Right. Some states <laughs> have affirmative actions, some states wouldn't have affirmative actions. Right. Some states have slavery, some states say nah, we this <laughs> free. <laughs> you gotta pass laws across the board. Some of these especially down south, wouldn't mean we would be picking cotton down here. Right. It's like so. I don't know. Shit. What about that they
1: don't understand? Oh man. Um and so Romney said that Obama's never lived in this economy. Um, Obama was brought up from the depths of fucking poverty. He was born in the ghetto. I think that counts. South side of Chicago last time I checked? I feel like a rogue is think Obama started existing when he ran for the primary uh, uh He just He just a Who <laughs> is that? Obama? Never heard of him. <laughs> Who is this Negro? <laughs> never heard of him before. And then the other thing I found weird was like the knock on Obama was that. Remember, he wasn't experienced enough in government. Mm-hmm. Government, and now Romney's saying, "Well, I I haven't been in the government. I used to be a businessman, and I've only been in the government for a few years. I had, already, if I had been in government my whole career, I'd already be president." And I'm like, "So now government experience is bad? Because before, y'all was saying it was the knock on Obama was that he didn't have enough experience in the government, That's yeah, right? You know, he's too young, he's too fresh, he's an outsider. Now those things are good, you know." Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing, he made this joke and people laugh because they're fucking stupid, and ah, ah, ah. partially because Al Gore never stepped up to this. But he was like, "That's like saying Al Gore helped invent the internet." And it's like, but Al Gore did do that shit, dog. Which is, I
3: like the internet. It's a wonderful thing.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Perry called him a. Uh, he, he called him some. He called him caucus.
3: Aww. Yeah, he went do caucus on that
1: ass cam. 1980s. He got
3: a little Aww. sassy. He's taking it back, ain't it?
1: Yeah, and then of course Santorum uh, came in trying to make up some points, and I I appreciated that Santorum was widely ignored by everybody this time, because that's what he should be. He is a fucking non-factor. A factor, yes. He's a non-motherfucking factor, bitch. Yes. He's a, he's so he, I, I don't like Senator Doodoo Juice. All he's <laughs> all he does all he does is come in, but his stances on social issues are so fucking ridiculous. He will never be elected. He can't be treated as a serious candidate. Um, uh, My man Herman Cain came in and said that he would eliminate the tax code. Why? Because it's easy, Karen. It's
3: that easy. Well, You think you can come up and just tear the book up and that's the end of the fucking tax code? What's wrong with him? I love I'm gonna C- burn this book, damn it, and that's the end of the tax code
1: because I'm president. Karen, let her cook.
3: You got to let her <laughs> <and> cook,
1: okay? <laughs> now, he was making good points. See, he said if if 10% of your income is good enough for God, okay, for sweet baby Jesus, then why shouldn't 9% be good enough for the government? That's 20%. What are we talking about here? That's, no, that's 19%. Oh, 19%. See, only, the government's only going to take 9% of your taxes, Karen, because they're not as big as God. And that is solid logic from Herman Kane. Cook, Herm. Uh, well, that's some bullshit because
3: 9% of $50 ain't a whole lot of damn money.
1: The other thing I noticed about my man, Herm, they was not giving this nigga no follow-up questions <laughs> Because that ain't one of his
3: shitty to talk. He's not a serious candidate. He like never it, has been. A, they have not taken
1: his ass seriously. All the, all the serious candidates, <laughs> they asked questions. They were asking him, like, the follow-up. They'd be like, okay, so in that case, what about this? Herm would get He would just be like, "We're gonna use the Chilean model," and they would just like, be like, "All right, Negro. All yeah. right. We, we just got you up here for show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Like, all right. You you'll be out in a
3: few weeks."
1: I needed more Herm in my in this debate though. I didn't appreciate this shit, man. Um, and then Governor Perry was talking about how he created jobs as a governor. Now this is what's funny. On a broad basis, their view of job creation is that the government cannot create jobs. The only way to create jobs is to loosen all restrictions for safety and regulation on businesses. That is the Republican Party mandate if you are going to run as a Republican. Government cannot create jobs, so stop trying to give people breaks. Stop trying to get companies to hire them, stop creating government projects that are give people jobs, don't do that. That's what they believe. But every single senator and and governor and whatever got up there and said, well, uh, when I was governor, jobs did this, that, and the other. We had the lowest unemployment. But you said the government can't create jobs. So you want to take credit for the government Creating jobs while you were in charge. That's right. That's right. But yeah, but 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 while but while the president is trying to accomplish getting people jobs, you want to tell us that that's impossible and it can't happen. So which way is it? You can't have it both ways. So I don't know, man. They and the other thing, man, they kept Michelle Bachman. They gave her the most gimme questions I've ever seen. Like if, if, if 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 um. Newt Gingrich said, "There's gotcha questions. She got gimme questions. <laughs> like the, the questions they asked this chick was so fucking easy. It was amazing. Like it was just be like." It was, mm-hmm, right it Michelle. They really not hard on her. Name one state that stars with the N. Uh, Nebraska. Oh, good job, Michelle. Gold star, gold star from Michelle. No, no, no more, no more questions for Michelle. Good job, buddy. Good job. Go have a snack. She's not a serious candidate either. Well, it was just weird because like they were coddling her. So much,
3: and I don't know if this is yeah, yes, and it was almost to her detriment because mm-hmm. they caught her so much. To it was like at the end of the night, she kind of just
1: washed with everybody else, right?
3: She didn't stand out, she didn't really say anything. She really because the
1: other debates were focused more on her. And I think that for a woman, uh, whether people want to admit this or not, it benefits women to be attacked in debates, yes, it does. Uh, and I don't mean that it's uh. And I don't mean to make it sound like, well, it's good that you got attacked. No. But the, their fans rally around the fact that yeah. they were attacked as a woman. Yes. It yes. happened with Hillary Clinton. Yes, it, it happened is. with Sarah Palin. They will come out do it work. It can get to be a bit irrational. The same way that, to its extent, it benefits a black person. Like when Obama was uh, called uh, that guy or other guy or whatever by McCain mm-hmm. in that debate, that immediately sank McCain because it's like, dude, the fuck? You can't be calling him other and that guy and during a fucking live up. debate. Yes. Cause now you've riled up every black person that has had that experience of being called other or that guy. That's or right. They or you people. That's right, y'all. Um, So, so he so like you're not doing anything but hurting your cause. Mm-hmm. And I think without them attacking Michelle Bachman like the last time she didn't come out looking that good in this debate. Even no, she didn't. afterwards, when they talked to her, uh, her
3: uh, um, uh, spokesperson,
1: yeah, yeah spokesperson, he, he was like, he was like, and this is his. These were like his words. He was basically like, she, she looked smart. and <laughs> She looked like she was articulate. And I was like, just tell two. She didn't say shit. Why did you lower the bar for your own candidate that bad? Terrible. At least tell a better lie. Um, and then my man New Gingrich was up there, and he kept trying to do the we are family shit. He's like, you're trying to get Republicans to attack each other, and we're not gonna do it. We're all unified. Whichever one of us can take down uh, the president is gonna do it. And it's like, um. One, I think he's kind of playing for the vice president. Okay. He's hoping because he's harmless. And while he's known as a brilliant strategist, he's fucking broke and he hates campaigning. He hates the parts of campaigning that matter like, uh, I don't know, shaking hands and getting fucking money. That's why you're broke and that's why your fucking campaign staff walked out on you. You know? Yes. So so and you know, he's like, go to nuke.com we have such and such outline. I'm like, you can go to nuke.com, but uh you gotta get past the five hundred and eight donate buttons to get ah, to the ah, fucking ah. to get to anything, man. You broke dog You are broke. Yes, he'll be out soon. Why is he still in the debate? And, and, and he's like, Obama hasn't talked to anyone on this panel about creating jobs. He hasn't talked to me. He didn't talk to Senator Perry. I'm, wow. He, he hasn't talked wow, to uh, staff. He hasn't talked to Herman Cain. I'm like, dog, nobody talks to Herman Cain yep. about how to create jobs. Godfathers didn't talk to Herman Cain about how to create jobs. No,
3: because Godfather
1: wants the Muslims to work for them. They do not. They like their money too. Right. It was just weird, man. And, um, the, the thing that was funny too, it's like Mitt Romney's strategy on healthcare was like, I, it's cool for my state, but not for everybody, just my state. And I'm like, you sound like he's going, I know these sick people, but I don't know them niggas over there. <laughs> mm, y'all gotta die. These sick people live close to my house. Those sick people are crazy. Yes. And um, they asked everybody about healthcare, and I noticed nobody. Nobody had a health care plan. Of course not. Every single person was, when asked about health care, their health care plan was to repeal quote unquote Obamacare. But yet, you didn't have any ideas to fix the shit? Come on no. now. They're like, oh, we can start with a privatized solution to individual needs. Like, oh, uh, so you say go back to what we were doing? Where healthcare costs are skyrocketing. We have a bunch of people who are just not on the books because they come in. Because of the Hippocratic Oath, you can't let them die in the fucking emergency room. So you get your emergency care, and then you say, uh, yeah, dawg, I can't pay for this bill. So, uh, peace. And now the taxpayer's left with this bill. And unless you're gonna let people die... Because it's like, they'll say shit like, well, people need to take responsibility. Yeah, dawg, they're not doing that. They could do that now. What do you think they need a stern talking to? Yes, and they can't fucking afford it. They're not going to do it.
3: Yes, and that's why we need national coverage. And they're like, when you talk about that, it makes you mad. It was like, well, everybody doesn't have to have, you know, auto insurance.
1: Well, everybody <coughs> don't have that fucking car, but you need to breathe, don't you? Right, everybody gets a body, and we're not letting people die. If you want to just start letting people die, hey, maybe I could be a Republican. Because old people go first.
3: Ah, And then if you start doing that shit, I bet your people will be sure they can have it. Okay. And I
1: like how Michelle Bachman's like, well, if you vote me in, I know what it takes to repeal a law. I will get in there and I will work tirelessly until Obamacare is repealed. And I was like, um... We it took three years to repeal "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," and And that's quote unquote repeal. They kind of just had to let that one die.
3: Yes. So,
1: like, how you gonna repeal healthcare? And you know
3: what? And and me, you have talked about this. The thing about it is that when you're not actually in office, you can say random, pointless shit because you're not held accountable for nothing that you say. So you can say, the tree's gonna be orange tomorrow, vote for me. And people gotta believe that shit, because you said it. Even though you have no statistics and nothing to back up your point. Right,
1: and then the other thing, they asked, uh... Newt Gingrich a question, and he turned the question into, you're trying to make us argue with each other. You know, why are you even asking that question? And I was like, he talks like a dude that cheated on his wife while she was on his, her deathbed. Why are you looking at my Facebook page anyway, bitch? Why don't you just die already? Uh, and, and the thing is, like, uh, Herman Cain, his, his stuff, he said that he was <laughs> instrumental in getting rid of Hillary Care. Hillary Care. Yeah, that? That? I think he invented some shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he just made he some just shit out. up. never heard of
1: that. He's like, we defeated Hillary Care. He's like, okay. But that's why I love that man. And his alternate time machine. That, that happened. <laughs> but apparently that happened. And the other thing I know is with like Newt Gingrich, where he kept talking all this harmony shit, it's because he's broke. I think he's going to ask everybody after the debate to let a ball $20. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey man, did you like when I told him that we need to stop arguing this shit? Anyway, man, let me get at you about something, uh, Mr. Perry. Uh, hey man, you got twenty dollars I can hold till the next debate. Oh, I, I got you back, man. Next debate is in two weeks. I got you. Um, so the other thing too, man, um, that uh Santorum, they kept asking the Republicans about. African Americans, like, how? What are we gonna do to solve the job crisis among African Americans? And every last one of them avoided the question, and then they didn't even ask Herman Cain about it. Wow, are you serious? Yeah, it was. I don't know if he requested not to be asked that question, cause and on top, you know, the second you look like you black and you care about black people, you are. Mean not allowed in the Republican Party. Oh no, that's
3: why I said he's not gonna
1: be there too much, you know, you know. Yeah, Michael Steele talked about black people two times. They was like, no nigga, mm, enough. He's like, I'm just saying we should be a little more hip-hop against some young black people. Fuck that! You're fired! You're old and white and we don't give a damn about Stop that. Stop spending all our money at the strip club, you're probably making it rain.
3: Yes. She
1: could um, be doing for years But yeah they asked said you know, He said he cares about African Americans And he cares about the work rights of women And I was like yeah except when they want the right to choose That's right Then you don't give a fuck That's <laughs> right. I care about African Americans Until they're born Then fuck them give us our welfare money back Um Perry uh, They asked him about uh, helping African Americans And creating jobs for them and uh, he totally avoided the question, and then he said, uh, "You know, he worked that camera real good." And I was pretty sure that he was like, well, "How are you gonna ask me that? Gotcha question? Don't you know I'm trying to take away a job from a black man?" What did he say President he didn't Obama say nothing. He? Well, well, he did this thing that um, when I worked in my old company, this I asked this question because uh, they were like, "We're having a taboo question section." You can ask any question about any topic, and we will have it answered by the management. And so, I sent in the question, uh, what about diversity in the office specifically pertaining to African Americans, uh, even though the company is headed out of another country, yes. you're in America, we have affirmative action and whatnot, but I also noticed that there are no black people in offices here, period. Yeah. No black people are working in offices, period. Another of book, mostly white males and some women. Uh, white women of course Um, and when I asked about that they turned the question into diversity of getting Americans and women into offices never addressed black people specifically completely avoided the question that's what he did he turned his question about specifically black people into well I'm trying to get everybody working so fuck black people you know, like, yeah, y'all that's indirectly what you're saying, and that's indirectly what they what they're saying. Yeah, I'm not trying to create black jobs, I'm trying to take one away from a black man, Jesus. Uh-uh. Ask me all these fucking questions. <laughs> and then they asked them about energy policy and and this I don't understand Republicans, man. Because we just had Japan suffer a nuclear meltdown mm-hmm. because of safety regulations that could not just be It was not safe enough. They had a natural disaster. It fucking destroyed their plant. And then all of a sudden, they had nuclear fallout over there. um, Barely avoiding meltdown and shit. Um, Here in America, in the Gulf, we had that oil spill that lasted for fucking ever. Yes, it did. And, you know, I don't see anybody here ordering shrimp from the Gulf. No, dude. Um, And yet, every last one of them was like, the problem is, Obama and these... Regulations and these safety policies, we need less regulation and less safety. Why? Wow, so they can pour more oil in ocean? It was amazing. It was amazing. It's it like amazingly ignorant. Like, in light like, and these aren't like disasters from 30, 40 years ago. Exactly. This shit just happened. Last week, what are we talking about <laughs> here? <laughs> this yes. shit just happened. Yes, is our memory that fucking short? And they were literally like, if we didn't have all these safety regulations, and the thing is, they go, okay. I want to drill for oil in the Everglades in Florida. And and so they were like, look, Michelle, you say you want to do that, but um, there's restrictions there, and people live there, and if something happens bad, it blah, blah, blah. And she's like, of course we will drill safely. There's no fucking of course. You don't get to put of course in that sentence after all the dirt that we uncovered. All the the rules. Yeah, about about BP and stuff. They
3: dig what they're not supposed to dig. They Doing all kinds of things, even though you got these "quote unquote" regulations. Right. They they're not
1: following them, and no, we don't have, have the ability to, to check. It. And uh, They were all worshiping Reagan, like every other sentence was Ronald Reagan. this Ronald Reagan. Now, like Reagan is the Republican Jesus.
3: Yeah, that's, he his is, wife was there too. That's the thing
1: Anything you say about Ronald Reagan is the that motherfucker was great. My parents hate Ronald Reagan, and I don't know how he got to be white people that are Republican Jesus. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, and maybe that's what's gonna happen to Obama with black people. But this is crazy uh, to me.
3: And some of the some of the uh, rules and regulations and things we have today was because of Ronald Reagan. Like a lot of he started a lot of that deregulation, a lot of that trickle down economy bullshit. They still eating up today. And I
1: feel like Huntsman is not. running for president. I feel like he's running for vice president because he kept saying, like, the two fine senators, whenever he talked about uh, uh, Romney and Perry, he never really attacked either one of them. Mm-mm. And I believe he he's... like, well, whichever one of y'all win? I'm gonna run for vice president for you. That's what it seemed like. Like, mm-hmm. he wants to be the safe pick. Um, and he didn't really have much to say. And it was just kind of weird. He kept saying, this is not... And I'm like, he's like, I don't want to get into a fight. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking debate. One of you can win. That's it. Like, he, there's, no, there's no debate with eight winners. Somebody got to go in there. You know, and uh, they talked about Social Security, and that's kind of where Perry got tripped up, because he calls it a Ponzi scheme, and he's stuck to his guns, um, and I think that'll endear him with his base, but once you try to take that shit to a national platform, he's going to have to back down off of that. What? And I'll-
3: Especially right. vote. I don't Especially know for about-
1: Republicans. And there's no way in the hell you're gonna win
3: Florida.
1: Right. The youngest Republican voters are like fifty six years old. I don't think you need to start talking about how social security is a fucking Ponzi scheme man. And uh the, the, the other they talked about some social issues too, like um but they didn't really get too much into abortion. Uh but they, they talked about a couple of social issues and stuff, man. And it was just, I don't know, it was just kind of weird, and then uh, Romney called the president a nice guy, which and saying that he can't find a solution to fix the government and all this stuff, and I'm like, so, to offset the president being a nice guy, we gotta pick an asshole? So that's why we should vote for y'all, because y'all are all assholes. No, thank you. Oh, and they thanks, well, you know what your you gonna
3: say? I said, and, and
1: no, thank you, I mean, Because the thing about an asshole,
3: he's gonna asshole everybody but his friends.
1: And they 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 murdered Ron Paul. I mean, not murdered. They gave him suicide. Yeah, he took it to the dog. They all they had to do was just ask him certain questions. And Ron Paul is so he's he's honest. He believes yeah, to his, what he's saying yeah, to, to own, but he yeah. has no idea how it's being perceived. To other people. Yeah. He has no idea. Like, this mother they asked him about FEMA. Okay. Because he's he's a he's a libertarian. Libertarians believe you can privatize pretty much every function of the government. period. The market will take care of itself. That's what he's oh, a man. fundamental libertarian. Like, and they asked him about FEMA. And they're like, look, how are you gonna privatize FEMA? And he's like, "Well, it's not working anyway. I mean they're they're losing money. I'm like, "How do you make money with FEMA?" FEMA comes in and helps people out after a disaster." disaster. There's no money making to be in that business. That no. is a government job. Yes. We need the government to do that. We don't need them going in for a profit motive. Cause once you start monetizing disaster relief, you'll start seeing you what you yes. disasters they come to. Exactly. You'll see a lot of people dying. Dying. Cause it'll be like, oh, them niggas live in New Orleans. Uh, no, thank you. We good. <laughs> nah, we, nah, we don't go up to populations over 50% black. We good. <laughs> like it was just so like stupid, man. He also said the same thing about uh, the FAA. Like, oh, we'll just privatize... The The FAA? (laughs) Yeah, he was like, we can privatize the security and the the Aviation Administration. I was like, you can't do that! Wow! You can't fucking do that! Man, you know how many fucking planes would fall out the sky? Think about about after 9-11 when they were like, okay, we need to shut down all the planes in America for a couple days. How you gonna do that if there's twelve different companies, uh, companies. and maybe I don't want to shut my shit down, fuck you
3: nigga. I got stuff
1: to be delivered. Right. It's like, oh, you, you can still catch a flight on Amway. Don't, don't fuck with it. Like, that is the dumbest shit ever, man. Like, it's just, his, it's just, he looks so bad. He just looks so bad, man. And it's like, when you ask him those questions, he's gonna come up looking stupid. And, and it was just like, people, people are amazed by how stupid his answers were. He meant
3: it, though. That's the sad part.
1: The other thing I noticed is uh, Gingrich started by saying, like, oh, if if you want to be against terrorism, you have to vote Republican. What? Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, what terrorist incidents of major proportions have happened on Obama's watch? That's what we're measuring. by, none. Because, I mean, the incumbent wins any anti-terrorism thing right now. That's his strength. Like... Right now, I killed Bin Laden. Hello. Uh Hello. Ain't no more towers fell. Uh done. So like why would you even try to come at that from that angle? Like you're losing right away. Um the last terrorist incident we had on the Republicans. George. Watch. George w. Bush's no, and I'm not even saying that's his fault. No, I'm just saying, saying either if that's the card you're playing, you're, you're playing into his hands. So yes, you are. Um I thought that was very weird. Um and then they kept talking about the TSA and how inconvenient it is to catch a flight. They got to check your shoes. You got to go through a machine and get scanned. You got to get pat-downs. And uh, 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 Ron Paul was saying how some of these pat-downs... He sound like an old-ass man. Some of these pat-downs can be a little too much, if you know what I mean. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. You can't be for uh, Homeland Security and how tight you're going to be on it and promise us that you're going to keep us safe, but also be for... Uh, I'm not down with the with the inconvenience of security. They're like, we need to do away with security checks at the airport. Like, what the fuck? I thought y'all was the, the, the partying tough on terrorism. Yes. Kind of shit is this? They want it both ways. Right. They can't have it. They don't want
3: to be inconvenienced.
1: I'm tough on terrorists, but I'm also I'm, I'm hard on the quick check. We gotta get in, check our bags, and get on the plane right away. <laughs> I don't want anybody getting patted down. Um, get your hands off my balls. And they asked Governor Perry a question about African Americans. He said African American instead of colored. <laughs> and I, was I was like, Glenn Beck is not going to like that. Then they brought out this Mexican dude from Telemundo to, to, to ask all the immigration questions. Oh, uh, 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 Word uh, Yes. And all that solution was like, we need to build a wall and we need to get it done with cheap labor and fast and people that. Oh. Oh, wait a minute.
3: Uh, Nick, huh. window, looking
1: at them like, Wait a minute. We can't okay. Alright, well here's what we'll do. Once we get the ball wall built, well don't worry about that shit. We'll get the ball built. Then we'll need cheap labor that can guard it around the clock. You know, people that will work for, for very, very little, that don't mind working long hours, that will oh Oh, wait a minute. Oh, this plan will never work. No. <laughs> like, all you know, that.
3: You know, that's the dude. Tuna like, <laughs> Mona was giving him the side that like, work. Yeah, and of course, Michelle Bachner's I solution. I got to translate like, this shit into Spanish.
1: <laughs> Michelle Bachman's solution, of course, is to uh, adopt all the immigrants. She has six kids by birth. No, five kids by birth. Twenty-three that she adopted. So, she's just going to adopt Wouldn't all
3: of them. the children?
1: Yeah, and I say, you know what? Hey, great for her. If this doesn't work out, she can go to A&E and get a show called Michelle plus twenty eight and a gay husband. That would be a great show. Um, uh, what else happened here? Um, yeah, they they had a lightning round at the end where they just asked him about a bunch of different questions. And I was like, Republicans don't want a lightning round because they don't believe in lightning because lightning is science. Yes, and they don't believe in science. Right. That's some
3: made up shit. Right. <laughs> Even uh, though we last in the world, it probably in science.
1: Yeah, and uh, I noticed that Perry wasn't that good in the quick rounds. Um, he was messing up a lot of his words. Like he was like the other thing the president done done. I was like that probably. I don't <laughs> That's know. a double negative, sir. Might have that might have uh, enamored <laughs> him. That might have enamored him with some of his base though. Um, and I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I I just thought that I just thought it was crazy, and I thought Huntsman actually looked the best in the debate. Um, Romney probably came out on top too The problem with Romney is he's still Mormon So Yeah and here in our country that shit yeah. is not gonna fly I'm so, sorry Holla at South Carolina and all the mother states dawg Yeah um, They gonna have a problem with that oh, Big problem <laughs> um, And Perry he came off as like a George Bush too, Which I don't know if that else or her him, But I know that Ponzi scheme shit is not cool um, I know creating minimum wage jobs is not what America's looking for, and having the lowest insured rate in the states, uh, in all the states, that's not a good look either. No, that's not. Uh, I felt like Bachman officially is done. Oh yeah, that's what everybody was saying. She's yeah. out. They didn't even, they weren't even interested in her anymore. And that's not a good look for her. Um, and of course, Herman Kane was adorable, and you know, I'm still rolling with him.
3: And you know some shit that was a trip. After the debate was over, uh, MSNBC went to like another like a debate that they were having with Al Shopping and these yeah. other people. And one of that lady? she said it's like four other people that are running that were not on that podium. Well, then if their asses weren't on this podium, they're not running. As far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, they kept and bringing I, up Sarah Palin.
3: Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? She's not running. What about that? Don't y'all understand? If she ain't got in here by now, she ain't running. You know what
1: I think it is? I think it's good for the media to cover Sarah Palin. I just think she's uh, got that star power. She's uh, an interesting subject. People love checking in to see what she said, smart or dumb. And I feel like they want her back more than she deserves to be discussed. More than she deserves to be back. So I, I feel like that's what's happening. I, I don't think that it's actually a matter of her. I don't think it's actually a matter of her running or getting back in the race, I really feel like they're just hopeful that she would get back in the race. And she's not,
3: and and, the the thing about
1: it, until y'all see her renowned and back out of her position on Fox, it ain't happening. Alright, let's do some news. Okay. Fuck these motherfuckers. Alright, so while we were gone, T.I. got out of prison. Okay, that's what I heard. Yeah, good for him, man. Cause you know, I, I mean I know I'm hard on TI and I think that he does a lot of stupid shit that keeps ending him up behind bars. And he's got some of the dumbest dumbest crimes in the world. I mean, come on, dog. Just follow your fucking probation and parole uh rules, man. You make music and don't go back to jail. It's that easy. Just follow the rules, man. Um so I was glad to hear he got out and then I read this article. Uh T.I. taken back to prison because of VH1 reality show Wow Prison officials believed that he was conducting business on the bus to his halfway house which was forbidden Upon his release from prison August 31st T.I. announced that he would be filming a reality show on VH1 but that's supposedly the reason he was forced back to jail According to TMZ Prison officials believe he had people from the reality show on his luxury bus that transported him from jail to his halfway house. If he was on a luxury bus? Must have been a tour bus. Yes. Documents state that Tip was only allowed to travel with his wife and was not permitted to conduct bu- business on the bus. Man.
3: Y'all
1: saying his stipulations? Yeah, I, I mean, why wouldn't you follow him? Nigga, you have gone to prison enough. Yeah, just, you don't just read. ask your wife pick you up and take your ass when you need to be. Right. you need a person around you on the His phone. people are
3: terrible.
1: He needs somebody around him 24/7. They just call like he needs yeah. that old man from the Chappelle stand-up. Nigga, don't do that. That's five to ten. He needs that dude. It just to pop out of there and be like, get off that cell phone. You know you can't do that. You're going back to jail. Officials claim that two VH1 producers and his managers were on the bus discussing business. Despite producers and managers submitting letters stating the opposite, the prison did not believe them. He's currently scheduled for release September 29th. So he has to go back to jail for basically a month because he couldn't act right day one of being out of jail. Wow. Stupid, man.
3: He's an idiot.
1: Um, here's a dude that is seems like a really wholesome guy. Uh, this happened in North Bend. The operator of a metal scrapyard, you know, not a shady business at all, is accused of raping a teen who caught who he caught stealing. According to the Hamilton County Sheriff's.
3: Office Well, I
1: mean, I guess if you're for uh, you know, capital punishment, you kinda gotta be for raping criminals, you know. Why waste a good butthole, is what I yeah, said. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, the uh, Marshall Sheldon, who's 59, yeah, of North Bend, is held on $10,000 bond. Um, so that's what rape's going on for these days. At Hamilton County Jail, where he made his first of court appearance on a felony rape charge Thursday. Wow, is that part butthole? Yeah, I guess so. The court takes these allegations very seriously, said Judge Matthew F. I mean, Matthew W. Fellerhoff. Um... Told Sheldon and his lawyer uh, Bernard Mundy, uh, Bernard Mundy, th- nobody deserves that sort of treatment based on the allegations. So yeah, just because somebody's stealing, they don't deserve to be raped. Mundy told the judge, "This is not your run-of-the-mill rape case," but did not supply more specifics in court. <laughs> Cause you know, who needs specifics? This is not run. This ain't your everyday rape. Yeah, we don't rape them out here all the time. According to court documents, a 17-year-old girl told deputies the defendant caught her stealing scrap metal items on the property he was supervising. Um, the business registered uh at the locations in Bruce E. Town Auto Parts uh, of Bruce's E. Town Auto Parts. Why would they name it that? According, uh-huh. to, according to online business directors, Sheldon, who also lives on the property in an old Greyhound bus that has been converted into a trailer, grabbed her by the arm and told her unless she did something for him, he was going to call the police and have her arrested. She told authorities he began unbuttoning her pants, but she resisted. Then he gave her the option instead to perform oral sex on her. So, he, you know, he's a nice guy. On him, yeah. So, he's like, you know, he's a guy who's willing to compromise. You know, he's like, okay, okay, I see this rape thing isn't going the way I want it. How about we set her out of court for some head? No, old man, penis sucks. The victim said she com- Well, she sucks old man, penis. That's true, Karen. The victim said
0: <laughs>
1: she complied with his request, Something Sheldon later admitted to authorities. So she sucked him off. After the alleged act, the teen left. She returned shortly after in a silver four-tars with her mother. Man, that must have been a hard story to tell your mom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I got, uh, orally raped by the man down at the old, the scrapyard that the lives in the Greyhound bus. did his
3: shit, but. Yeah, why,
1: why were you down there? I was stealing copper pipes to sell for meth, but anyway, <laughs> you know, what are you looking at my Facebook for, Mom? Uh, both women were armed with tools and confronted him. Sheldon locked himself in his trailer, called 911 at 1.20 PM. So he raped in the day. Wow. So he's a daytime rapist. The female
3: Why
1: would her ass at school then? That's the larger question. Yeah, it's like it wasn't my parents. They'd be like, good, you learned your lesson. Now stop robbing people and go to school. And wipe that sperm off your face. Yes. I hope you didn't swallow. Uh female voices can be heard screaming at him in the background as he asked the dispatcher for help. Uh, he said they had caught the teen, that he had caught the teen stealing and made her return the items, but wasn't gonna to report to police because she was a minor. Ooh. <laughs> That's not a good look. You telling them that she's a minor. That means you knew you got head from a minor. Yes, yes,
3: yes. Yeah. And it's recording. You know they record This this ain't like when you call a hotline. It was like, you know how you call a hotline? Oh not the hotline, but the customer service number. They was like, this may be month. No, all the nine one one calls. Right.
1: I guess her body was calling. Um mm-hmm. they are busting the windows out on the bus. They are beating the bus down all around. That's what he told the dispatcher. They instructed him to remain inside the bus until police arrived. And he did. And now his ass is going to jail. And he should. Yo, nasty mouth rapist.
3: Old oh, man Peter's nasty ass.
1: You know, he probably just watched one too many pornos. Because I've seen many a pornos start off that way. It's like, oh, you're stealing my stuff. But at least they're over 18. Come on. And well, the a consent form. They're barely legal, Karen. Barely legal. Um... A 16-year-old boy died after masturbating 42 times without stopping. Good God. 42 times straight? Yeah, he's going for the record. Blame Guinness. Wow. His mother told a local newspaper that she already knew about his... Wait. His mother told a newspaper that she already knew about his son's addiction and that she planned to see the doctor, but the decision came too late. They fucked up some pronouns there. The young man began to masturbate at midnight and spent the whole night uh, to compulsively touch himself. At school, his classmates commented on the boy's problem and some said he asked them to connect to the webcam for being observed. This must be translated from another language. It's terrible. Gotta be. They further said that his attraction to women was extreme. He was attracted to all kinds of women, regardless of texture, physics, color, and age. See? So he was just like a woman. She's 500 pounds. I don't give a fuck. She got titties and ass. Yeah. He just came to school. He's like, man, y'all seem precious. Goddamn, man. I jacked my dick all night to that. I couldn't help myself. Wow. Gabrielle's demon. Mm. Um... They further said, oh, that in his room, a great amount of pornography was found, including photographs and videos of new women that were saved on his PC. Well, that's every teenage boy, you know. Wow. Yeah, you know how it is, Karen. This is how it is, Karen, in Obama's America. Shit gets real. You can't just depend on your family anymore. Wow! Sometimes you gotta masturbate forty-two times in a row. And
3: on top of that, if his mama know, if his mama know, he must be loud as shit. He don't know how to do a ninja style. What well, I think I, noise?
1: I, I think all moms know. I mean, if the boy just goes to the bathroom for ten minutes, she knows. No piss takes that long. Ah uh, uh, uh. A naked stranger. With what was believed to be a uh, drug drug-induced amorous intentions, was taken into custody Thursday. A coat man called law enforcement around 2 p.m. saying a naked man was trying to break into his residence. When deputies arrived, the coat man said the unclothed stranger was at his back door using a stick in an effort to get inside. The coat man said the naked man then pointed at his wife who was inside the house and started moving in a hunching position. The naked man cruelly informed the coat man that he wanted to have sex with her. So, he must have said, fuck her. like, I want to fuck your wife. And start humping the air. Wow. The naked man then grabbed a bigger stick, threatening to ram the door. Aw, he's terrible trying to break into this house. Yeah, man. I'd say give him some. While the deputies were talking with the coat man, the unclothed individual approached from behind the house. He was covered in dirt and mud. Oh. After some struggle, the subject was handcuffed and transported to the hospital for examination. Uh, he was thirty three year, years old and had been influenced by drugs. <laughs> influenced by drugs, like drugs is his friends. Hey man, fuck that bitch, dog. You ain't fuck her. You know Shut up, cocaine. <laughs> Be quiet, alcohol. Leave me alone. You need to fuck that bitch. Fuck her husband. Uh, the man was. Uh,
3: dude, I hope that gave his ass clothes. Cause I would if I was officer. I would not want his dirty ass in the back of my police car.
1: The man was cited for indecent exposure, trespassing, and public disorderly conduct. The woman was not harmed, so good for him, you know. God, I'm glad, I'm glad the mom was okay. Speaking of moms, and uh, you know how we believe about moms and how sometimes you gotta choke your kids. This mother was arrested for handcuffing her daughter over Facebook post. Okay. a mother is facing misdemeanor charges for handcuffing her 14 year old daughter after the early morning fight last Sunday um in, in, in police reports and during an interview with 9 wants to know Angela Martin admits she handcuffed her daughter after an altercation that began over a Facebook post the altercation began according to, record, uh, to court records at 2am after the teen parents arrived home it's cause sometimes you need to leave your kid alone at night and come home at 2 in the morning wow She claimed her daughter refused to hand over her account password after the team posted the word vagina on her page, and that's when the two began fighting over the computer. I tried to take her computer. We got in a scuffle. I realized that there was no way I was going to be able to control her. I handcuffed her. I came back upstairs to call the police, and when I went downstairs, she was gone. She had ran to her neighbors in handcuffs. So she handcuffed her kid. The kid left the house in handcuffs. And she says, but no, I don't beat my children, so hopefully that doesn't come out that way. So she handcuffs her kids, but she doesn't beat them. Wow. Yeah. The neighbor called police who showed up and found the teen still in handcuffs. An officer noted that court records redness around the teen's wrist and a scratch on her cheek. Uh, And then they booked the mom um, in a Jefferson County detention center. So you know, and it says at the end that they are going to stay friends on, on uh, that Martin is going to Martin says her daughter is going to stay with friends but I, my question is are they going to stay friends on Facebook nah,
3: I don't know, I think
1: that's going to end that relationship I think I'm going to unfriend my mom if she handcuffed me over saying vagina and I don't I'm not
3: going to friend my mama my mama don't know what
1: the fuck a face she don't know what the internet is uh, a Pennsylvania man uh, A man who was shot by his mother. Choke your kids. See, if you would have thrown him in some water (laughs) when he was five, you won't won't have to shoot him when he's fucking 30. Uh, He's 36 years old. Uh, He was charged with burglary, criminal trespass, making terroristic threats, simple assault, recklessly endangering another, harassment, and stalking, according to the Pennsylvania State Police. The degrees of the charge weren't available late Monday, but after midnight, police responded to a report of domestic disturbance, removed Hazlitt from Fork Hill Road residence, and ordered him not to return. Hazlitt went to a friend's house and began using Facebook to harass and threaten family members. Uh, He then obtained a ride and returned to the Fork Hill Road home and threatened to kill his family and friends. The family members locked themselves in the house but had to grab the fire extinguisher, threw it through the front door window, unlocked the door, entered the house. He then punched out the tooth of his brother, kicked his mother, and choked his sister. Sounds like an Eminem song.
3: And my thing is that why didn't they take his ass to jail the first
1: time? Well, you know, sometimes you gotta wait till they do something. He then began to make additional threats and was thrown out of the house by family members. At that point, he threatened to commit suicide entered the family's barn and began damaging property. He attempted to ride an injured horse, but was bucked off.
2: <laughs> was like,
3: Get the fuck off me.
1: His mother and the other family members then confronted Hazlitt to keep him from harming the horse. Out of fear for her safety, police said Nancy Hazlitt armed herself with a 22 caliber pistol. Uh, he refused to leave the property and kept hold of the horse's lead. lead. But then noticed the gun in his mother's hand. Uh, he began screaming at his mother and charged her she fired a bullet into his chest. Woo! And that's motherly love. Tough love, but motherly love.
3: He must have He must have been cutting the monkey around him before.
1: So he was then taken to emergency care, um, and uh, he's being treated, and he's, he was released, so.
3: I'm, uh, you know what? I agree with you. It, you know what? If she'd have whooped his ass, she wouldn't have had to shoot him in the chest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, speaking of, um, speaking of moms and good mothering, a 42 year old woman was under arrest after allegedly molesting a young boy she was supposed to be caring for until his mother returned home.
3: Oh, wow.
1: The family of the young boy thought they were helping Michelle Lester by giving her a place to stay. And Tuesday afternoon, the boy's mother asked Lester to look after her son when she got home from school. When he got home from school. When the boy's mother returned home, police say a friend told her something made have happened to the child while she was away. She confronted Lester and we told Lester did make some admissions. Uh, oh, we're told Lester did make some admissions. Police tell Action News the young victim's mother was so upset that she punched Lester. Yes! Um, and they say Lester allegedly took off the boy's pants and followed him after he got home from school. Wow. That means she was plotting on that little boy. She couldn't wait. She's like, oh. Damn,
3: can't you at least wait till they get some real balls? Ha! <laughs> Come on,
1: now. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is, is that peanut dick going to do for you? <laughs> What's in the pencil? What's going on? Well, speaking of moms and babies. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, at least wait till he gets real bald. But yes. I do care. Now that I playing with those dingleberries.
3: Um, great.
1: Come on, dog. Um. <laughs> Uh, Speedway, Indiana. Indianapolis mom was arrested in Speedway on Monday night after someone called the police about the way she was disciplining her child at a bus stop. Uh, Speedway Police Department officers went to the 1100 block of Lynn Hertz Drive around 7 p.m. Monday after someone called saying the woman was beating the child with a belt. Well, that's just good parents. When police arrived, the 7-year-old girl was crying and her 28-year-old mother... Ooh, uh, uh, 21. Uh, was yelling at the girl according to the report Price continued yelling at the officer despite being continually told to stop Ooh, fuck y'all Price told police she was hitting her daughter with a belt because she stole a pack of gun from the gas station the officer suggested the side of the road wasn't the best place to discipline her daughter see cause even police know look sometimes you gotta get a kid a whooping
3: yeah, but doing it out in front
1: of everybody ain't the place. Right, and the, uh, the other question I have is how long did this ass woman take? Because by the time the police got there, if you still whooping your kid, that's that's excessive. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I
3: think so too. I think, and on top of that... Um you know how black people is. You know, My mom was like, you do the crime here? Shit, you're gonna get punched right here. We we ain't gonna no get home stuff. Even if you gonna
1: forget what you did. Now, if you're playing against uh-huh. the race, this this next sentence gives it away. The officer kept asking Price to calm down, but she didn't. According to reports, she told the officer that he did not know how to discipline black kids. You have to beat them. Ah, ah,
3: ah,
1: ah, ah. <laughs> That's a little racist, but... Said, Nigga, I can't put this child on no corner. Y'all gonna be beating them if I don't beat them. I'm out, don't work for colors. <laughs> of all <Well>, African Americans. <laughs> officers <laughs> arrested. You think uh, Glenn Beck plays Call of Duty colored operations? I think he does. Uh, officers arrested Price on a preliminary charge of disorderly conduct after she became more irate and out of control. The Department of Child Services took custody of a seven-year-old girl and was investigated. The child's father was arrested at the scene on an unrelated warrant. So this kid's, oh, damn. This kid's got a bright future.
3: Really bright
1: um, another dude speaking of attacking the police. This dude attacked the police with a spatula. Oh. Yeah, yeah. One Lubbock police officer is recovering after being attacked Tuesday. Uh, Officer Brian Schwarzner was called out to the suites of Overton located on Glen, uh, who gives a fuck about the address? At 1 Tuesday afternoon on a disturbance report. Schwarzner, then uh, located the suspect on the fourth floor of the building. They say Kabir Osola, 20 years old, hit the officer with a large serrated barbecue spatula and tried to gouge his eyes out.
3: Damn. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants would not approve of this, sir. SpongeBob? What yes, saying? he loves his spatula. He always, <laughs> his Krabbit pad is with his spatula. His spatula is his best friend at the job. He would not approve of this, sir. Well,
1: obviously it's a black man because he was trying to barbecue. Um, uh-uh. He then choked the officer with both hands. Now, he didn't gouge his eyes out, so, like, did he give up and then start choking him? Well, oh, no. I want to know how that transition no, takes sharp place.
3: Sharp-ass spatula. Uh,
1: police say while trying to push him over the fourth-floor balcony. Oh, they're trying to kill him. It's like Denzel Washington in Out of Time. Yes, that's how people get shot. Another officer was able to detain our who claimed the devil was inside of him. Uh, officer Schwarzenegger uh, was transported to a Covenant with multiple lacerations and contusions and released... Uh Isola was taken to a University Medical Center with injuries sustained in the struggle and was booked in the county jail uh for attempted capital murder. That,
3: uh, yeah, you assaulting the officer?
1: Yes. Speaking of murder. Alright. You know what Peter says, Karen? What Peter says. Fur is murder.
3: Fuck Peter. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ain't getting on
1: my nerves. Well, apparently they think Rihanna is committing murder because She's been wearing this outrageous feather uh, gown made of like these beautiful uh, turquoise feathers from these birds. Mm-hmm. And Peter says that even if the birds are alive, that something from this these ostriches, this ostrich feather outfit, is like torture for birds. They claim that the 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 feathers the feathers could have been collected cruelly, so they don't even know for sure. They could have been.
3: They're just talking.
1: And they say Rihanna is fawning stolen property, in this case feathers, possibly plucked right off their rightful owner's backs. Peter, spokeswoman Sandra Smiley, told the Daily Star, she has shown little regard for foxes, cows, and reptiles, And now she's adding birds to the list of species exploited for her dubious looks.
3: Peter and the NAACP is the same group. One is just full of black folks, one is just full of white folks. Y'all don't stand for shit no more because you've lost your focus.
1: Is anything dubious about her look? She fine. It is.
3: Yeah, she can wear whatever she wants to wear.
1: Feathers are often ripped off of chickens, geese, ostriches, and emus in live plucking. This can result in gaping wounds that are sewn up with needle and thread without anesthetic. Controversially, Smiley referenced the domestic abuse suffered by Rihanna at the hands of her ex-boyfriend, Chris Brown. What
3: the fuck they got to do with each other? What, they go punching the ostriches in the face?
1: We keep hoping Rihanna, a victim of violence herself, will learn to open her heart and start empathizing with the suffering of others. That includes the animals who are beaten, gassed, electrocuted, and poisoned to be turned into fashion accessories. But there are some who have called Peter's response hysterical. A question of whether Peter is certain is certain the feathers used in Rihanna's garment were indeed gathered in the cruel manner uh, that the group described. Uh, one can only assume that the good people of Peter have some way of definitely knowing with the origin and collection method of said feathers. No. Said one commentator. If not, perhaps a little too much speculation on their part. But it's just weird that like they just can't stay out of. They got to get in the no, news. No, they can't. And I
3: don't know if you got the story, but we having the barbecue blues and co- the barbecue festival here. This weekend. And Peter is protesting that shit. I love pig. I love pork. I love barbecue. I'm down south. Fuck you,
1: Peter. Um, well, what have we not talked about yet, Karen? Swords. Sword ratchetness. And it always happens this time of year. It's getting cold. And as the weather changes, so does the swords, Karen. Swords like to come out when it gets cold. Because what blood is warm? And it's that warm blood... It keeps the sword satisfied on a chilly night. So we got, you know, we got a story here. And Let me send this to the chat room, so they can uh, get up on it. Oh. Or not. Oh, there we go. Alright, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's basically just, uh, you know, another incident of ratchetness that Eli James promotes, that Chris, on his sandy check, believes in. I keep trying to save these brothers, but they don't want to hear it. But they'll never get the title of the safest Negro if they continue down the path of sword ratchetness.
3: You know what I mean? you at 6, was it a sword fight or an accident? Police in Uniontown say a man suffered serious injuries at the hands of his sword wielding brother brother-in-law.
2: But today the family is telling a different story. Trina Orlando has more. There are conflicting reports about exactly
3: Exactly what happened but now the woman who is there is setting the record straight Alice Law a
1: Okay. But the whole deal was a misunderstanding she uh okay apparently the audio on this is a little fucked up I'm um, gonna we'll see if I can let it uh, load up for a little bit longer but um basically police say a man was attacked by a sword by his brother-in-law but one family member says it's all a misunderstanding. Because you know how sometimes you can have misunderstandings with swords, Karen? Word. Misunderstandings? Yeah. You know. So it's cut. What, what, are we, what is we misunderstanding? Well, it's like, hey, don't stab me with that sword, nigga. What'd you say, stab you with this sword? Ah, oh, I misunderstood you. I thought you no. did want the ratchetness. Mm-mm. Alice LaWill, uh, or Lawell, was, uh, was there when it happened. It says the victim wasn't viciously attacked. Like, what kind of shit is that? Somebody tries to kill me with a sword. You go, it wasn't vicious. It was all right. You know what I'm like? Why wow. <laughs> not get carried away? It was straight. Uh, three men were drinking on the front porch because swords and alcohol go together. Uh, when her daughter walked outside with the 24-inch sword that was brought home from the Korean War by a family member, the victim, Wayne Bailey, suffered two severed arteries in his forearm.
3: Oh. But it wasn't
1: vicious, Karen. She didn't cut all the way through the arm, just the artery. And
3: you know what? Shit ain't vicious if it ain't your ass getting cut. Okay? I don't appreciate
1: them interviewing her mom as the person to go to. Yes. Her, She goes, he's doing better. He got released yesterday from the hospital. They had to do surgery on him. They had to suture an artery and some tendons and stuff like that, but he won't be able to use his arm or his hand uh, for about, I'd say, 12 weeks. Wow. But it wasn't serious. Hopefully it's not his uh, jack-off hand, you know? Mm. Wow, that is three months, dog. Yeah, and, and I don't understand, like, who who is the one who attacked him? Because the daughter brought out the sword, but it says he was attacked by his brother-in-law. Um, police got a different story. Wayne Bailey told them that two men at the house were involved in a confrontation with the sword, so he tried to intervene and was attacked. Bailey's girlfriend told police, see, he got cut trying to help. Fuck you kill each other with them swords. I'm out. Ah,
0: ah.
1: Bailey's girlfriend told police she even had to pull the sword-wielded man off her boyfriend so she could take him to the hospital. That's a brave woman. Uh, charges are pending in the case, of course. Yes,
3: yeah, she is.
1: Very. Um, okay, uh, speaking of that, another person sent us a story about swords. Uh, in Indiana State Police grabbed a man on I-65. He called the I-65 Samurai. oh He looks like a brother, too. So, he damn. does. Um, why did they take his picture in black and white to make him look even black? <laughs> they did. This brother is dark. It's like they, they purposely was like, make this nigga as dark as possible. We want to be able to pick on him. Um, Merrillville, Indiana. Call it, call it the showdown with the samurai. Indiana State Police say they encountered a shirtless man wearing a 35 inch long samurai sword. Good God. That's huge. Uh, on the inner shoulder of Interstate 65 on Sunday afternoon uh, near U.S. Highway 30. Maybe he's the one that fucked up Peyton Manning's neck. Maybe. Police say further north of t- Toyota had been a- a- abandoned in the middle lane on I-65 at 61st Avenue. The swordsman who wore plaid knee-length shorts was marching like a drum major holding the sword, moving it up and down in rhythm with his marching cadence. Oh. Wow. Yeah, he was insane. <laughs> he's, just, he's just walking around,
3: marching up and down. The road. Da,
1: da, 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 yeah, but a card is not working. When a state trooper approached him, the man swung the sword in a defensive manner. The swordsman dressed only in plaid shorts and slip-on shoes, so he can't prepare to ain't fight. No real samurai. Then, well, you know, the real samurai don't wear sneakers, can? Well, that
3: is true. He
1: then tried to gain entrance to a 2010 Chevrolet sports utility vehicle that had pulled over on the expressway to avoid a responding Merrillville police car. Uh, finally, the suspect was handcuffed by the Mer- Merrillville police who ordered him to the ground at gunpoint. At the Lake County Indiana Jail, the offender Byron Andre Womack, 43, wow. announced that he was cuckoo for cuffo- Cocoa Puffs. Uh, <laughs> he, he was charged with a carjacking resisting law enforcement in possession of marijuana. Um and police gave him several he gave police several different names before his identity was verified. Wow. wow. This family
3: number you probably
1: quit taking his medication. Alright, we got uh two more stories. Uh police Arkansas meteorologist found asleep in the tub next to dead man. Uh oh. Police are investigating the death of an Arkansas man whose naked body was allegedly found next to a sleeping T V weather man. In a hot tub after a night of drinking and drugs. Wow. The owner of the home awoke Monday morning to find the body of 24 year old Dexter Williams at the bottom of an empty tub, his face blue and purple and chained a chain resembling a dog collar around his neck. Sounds like some freaky sex. Yes, sir.
3: They were getting it
1: in. Asleep next to him was K.A.R.K. meteorologist Brett Cummings. He was Cummings, all right. Yes, he was. 33 who arrived at Christopher Barber's home outside Little Rock, accompanied by Williams, around 8 p.m. on Sunday. So they fucking at somebody else's house? Wow. The three drank and snorted drugs. Though Barber... Well, they snorted drugs. I think they were snorting that bill in Delaware. That fine, that white cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> dandy <laughs> makes you dandy. Yes, though, uh, though, Barbara told police he did not know what kind. Officer Gregory R- Rousie, said in a report. Three continued The three continued drinking in the hot tub until Barbara retired for the night around 11 p.m., falling asleep on his couch. Barbara awoke to the sound of coming snoring and discovered the two in the hot tub. While, which had been drained of water, he told police. After he awoke Cummings, the two realized that William's face was discolored and his skin cold to the touch, prompting Cummings to scream and run to the living room where he vomited. Uh-oh. They then sent fire rescue to the house at 8:10 a.m. and found William's body in the tub with blood pooling around his head. Uh, in the report, <laughs> I mean, in the master bedroom, they found a pill bottle next to a pair of khaki cargo shorts on a storage ottoman at the foot of the bed. No arrests have been made. That just sounds like a party going wrong.
3: Jesus is like
1: you don't do drugs. K.A.R.K. reported the incident on his website Tuesday acknowledging that Cummings was at Barbara's house. Our meteorologist Brett Cummings was <laughs> at home at the time of the death. And we felt we should share this with our viewers Brett will not be on the air as he is mourning the loss of his friend. That nigga fired. What is he talking about? Y'all ain't
3: got to cover that shit up. He <laughs> got found dead with a dead man's body. That, mean, that means there was some gay fucking going on. Y'all was not gonna hide it on y'all news. Y'all ain't got to, y'all ain't got to hide the truth, people. Y'all gonna sound... have a new
1: news reporter. This sounds like it was a black dude, too. His name was Dexter Williams. Oh. Like he was fucking a black dude. In, the, in that, in that match from Pulp Fiction, the gimp. Uh,
3: Greg Cummins, uh, Brent Cummins, that'll be the last time you come on that TV show.
1: <laughs> uh, and the last story, uh, speaking of scandals, uh, a Fox 6 investigation exposed how a former firefighter is collecting state disability pay while running marathons and triathlons. It seems a diss- <laughs> It sees a disabled firefighter has disabled a pair of websites related to some of his activities. Former North Shore firefighter Aaron Marjala has been on permanent disability since bumping his elbow or ser- suffering nerve damage on his right arm. Financial records disclosed in his divorce case how he's been getting paid more than $4,000 a month not to work. That's giving him plenty of time to train for seven marathons he's completed, all of which took place after the state declared him unfit for duty.
3: Seven
1: marathons? 26 point something miles. Marjala logged uh, his personal exercise on a website called Daily Mile, where he talked about running, swimming, and biking. He even bragged about teaching the speed class. So he's going on the internet telling himself. You know they're going to try to make him pay all this shit back to you. And I
3: would too, nigga. If you can run of bonds and all that shit, yeah, you, you give me my
1: money back. Since their original story tried to take his account down. their investigation also raised questions about Marjala's role in home inspection business that was originally registered in his wife's name. He told the North Shore Fire Department that he has not received any money from the Tri-County Home Inspection. He told Fox 6 that he has an... Uh, he told Fox 6 that he has and that all income was property reported to the state. The website for Tri-County Inspection is now under construction. You know, what's funny about this story to me is if they declared him unfit to work, like, what was he supposed to do? Like, I don't, like, is he supposed to go and report back? I don't know the rules, I'm asking. Is he supposed to report back to them? Like, hey um I, I can work i can do tri- and plus does running a marathon or competing in a triathlon does that mean no, that sad. the nerves are back in his arm that it works again or no, it like-
3: still might be jacked up yeah i guess that's saying why your ass out there running you can't work
1: and it's also funny that it all came down to his wife being like fuck you i'm telling
3: yeah they fell out about something
1: yeah, like she—they get getting a divorce and now she's snitching on him. So she was cool with that money coming oh, in. That's right. I say if, if 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 he has to pay this money back because they're getting divorced and she receives some of this money because it was you know community income, I think she should have to pay half of it back too. And not only that,
3: four thousand dollars a month—that's that's actually a lot of money. That's more than some people make two forty hours a
1: week. Yeah, she was aware of the fact that she was benefiting from his and right. And then she decided to snitch. That's right. He, he.
3: Whatever it is, that she split it right down the middle.
1: All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, football is back. Yes, it is. We are back. Yes, sir. Um, go to the Check us out there. You can do all kinds of stuff: vote in the polls, leave comments, donate to the website, uh, leave to us. Reviews. Yep. Go to the store. Well, you can't do the iTunes. Do use at blackouttouch.com. Oh, you can no. go to the store from there. Oh my bad. You can, uh, join the, yeah, you can join the forums if you want. So you can leave comments. Uh, don't forget you can submit your pictures for our blog uh, for We Cook Medium. Yes. Uh, just the blackout tips at gmail.com. Call the show 704 557 0186 Saturday mornings when we do feedback shows. You can talk to us live on the air. Yes. Um, you can also leave us reviews on iTunes. We read every five star review live on the air. Yes, we do. Regardless of content, you can. Regardless. Call us whack. You can make us talk about. Loving Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey is nothing I can do but read it. <laughs> uh, don't forget also, uh, you, uh, you can also just email the show. You don't have to email pictures of your food. You can email the show with any topic you want us to discuss. Yes. The blackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, join our Facebook group. We are one away from 2,200 people. Woohoo! So make sure you're joining the group. Uh make sure you go into the store. Uh follow us on Twitter I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm
3: um, say so that again. That is in DAT and we're glad to be back and I know y'all gonna be glad to hear this episode.
1: Alright, so until next time. Love you, get two
2: Undermine me and backstab me But I can see clearly now the rain is gone The pain is gone, but what you did was still wrong There was a few times I needed your support But you tried to play me like an indoor sport Like racquetball, tennis, pool, whatever All I know is that you attempted to be clever Nevertheless, cleverness can impress. Cause now you've been exposed like a person undressed. And I can see through you, cause I'm the guru. And what you're gonna do when I start to step to you? Cause when I pay you back, I'll be hurting you. And this ain't no threat, so take it personal. <laughs> You can't own no loops. It's how you hook them up in the rhyme style, true. So don't even think you could say someone bit off of your weak beat. Come on, you need to quit. I flip lines and rhymes and never sound like yours. There ought to be laws against you, yapping your jaws. Originality overflows in me, and the truth is that you wish you could live the life I live and kick the lyrics I kick. But bear in mind that you can't think this quick. So Premiere drops beats for me to say verses to, and if I sound doper, then take it personal. Don't be mad cause I don't come around the way Like I used to, I don't have time these days I'm keeping busy making power moves. And don't try to say I don't remember you. You shouldn't let your jealousy show like that. I stopped coming by because of the way you act. Telling my business to kids I don't even know you like a daytime talk show. And that's low. So you can tell everyone that I'm jerking you. And if you don't like it, kid, take it personal. <laughs>